Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is the wonderfully talented Joyce Lee Music. Joyce is just, she's so cool. She has a, her, her moniker on Twitch is rockstarangel underscore. So go and make sure you follow her on Twitch. She is definitely has a, a rocker spirit. She definitely has a darker side. And I really enjoyed that. And it was really nice to talk to her and uh, and get to know her a little bit more and, and about what she, you know, how she thinks and her whole process. So that's coming up here shortly. Make sure you go and click on the streamer links link in the show notes to make sure that you can stay up to date with what Joyce is doing. Make sure you go and follow her. She's on Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that. So go and make sure you follow her. And of course, there's a link directly to all those in the show notes. So go and get yourself some. You can also go find Random Mistake on uh, on Spotify and all the streaming music platforms. You can also find her on Twitch. Uh, she streams four days a week on Twitch, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go check her out. She's also rainmystique.com. Uh, you can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch, twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. You can uh, find us on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. These are our new winter hours, and they might be our permanent hours. We've been doing really good. Our numbers have been great for these hours, so maybe this is the time that we needed to change to make the growth and the stuff happen. Anyways, I got a job at a, I got a, a seasonal job, so I, I had to change things around. Anyways, it, it's fine. It's a good time. And I highly suggest that you come to the live streams. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you want to ask the questions, uh, you, I, I don't see why you wouldn't. Why, why you wouldn't want to do this. So come <laughs> guilting you into coming to the Twitch stream, everybody. Listen, there's 25,000 of you motherfuckers listening to this on a weekly basis. Not one of y'all are going to come over to the Twitch stream. Not one just playing i love you guys you guys have been there you guys here's the thing you guys have been down ogs since the beginning uh so i i appreciate you before there was twitch before there was van life before i even had a studio well no i had a studio when i first did this but after i had a studio or before i got my new studio <laughs> all right uh, th this is ridiculous let's move on uh go check us out twitch.tv slash we speak english good I also want to announce that we're going to have a new uh, song coming out from WSEG. That's me. It's a collaboration between me and Holden Stefan Roy, who is a fantastic rapper out of Montreal, Canada. Uh, it's a, it, We're calling the song Hierarchy, and it's a new synth wave uh, hip-hop tune. And I can't wait for y'all to hear it. We're going to drop it. We're going to have a video release, and that's coming out in January. So I'm going to be talking about that now, giving you guys plenty of time to warm up and get those uh, streaming fingers ready. So get ready, folks. Uh, what else have we got going on? You can like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, all the places. We're there. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube, Facebook, 
um, what? No, subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Follow us on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast, And you can also subscribe to us on YouTube and on Twitch. And here's fun thing. Fun fact. Spotify just released their, uh, their rating system. So if you want to help the show grow, go on your Spotify. Leave a five-star review for the show if you think we earned it. And, uh, and, 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 and all I can say is I appreciate that because it helps the show grow. And it's a very free thing for you to do. Uh, you can also leave a uh, review on Apple iTunes and, you know, a written review and we'll read it on air. You can also write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, you can also help the show out monetarily on our Threadless, uh, Threadless thingy, our Threadless store. There you go. WeSpeakEnglishGood.Threadless.com. Go check out our store. It's a good time over there, too. So enjoy all that. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, we're gonna next week. We got some stuff going on. I, I know on the stream next week is because uh, today is. And, and by the way, Merry Christmas, everybody who are celebrating. Happy holidays for everyone else or whatever. Uh, it's, it's it's Christmas Eve, and I hope you guys are happy and doing well. I hope family time is gonna be good. We just got through Thanksgiving. Let's get through Christmas. And then you don't have to see the sons of bitches for another year. So you're good to go. I'm just kidding. Go see your family. Go make up with your family. If you're fighting with your brother or sister or your mother, go fucking make it right. Be the bigger person and go make it right, okay? Don't sit at home mad at your your fucking family because of some weird thing they posted on Facebook or because they like the Republican or whatever the reason may be. You know, just make amends. I, I understand if they're like a horribly abusive person, then you have to put distance between you and them. But if it's just something that's not, if it's just a stupid disagreement over something stupid, then just get past it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So that, that that's my Christmas time advice to you guys. And I hope you take it. And um, I, I'm looking forward to spending time with the family. We didn't really get to spend time together during Thanksgiving because there was some um, Corona shit going on. <clears throat> not in here, not in this house, but in the family, our, our immediate family. So we couldn't really do the whole Thanksgiving thing together. So it's going to be nice to get together and do Christmas. So that is going to be nice. And I hope you guys enjoy it as well. All right. So let's jump on over to Joyce Lee Music who is fantastic bay area artist and i am just i just had such a wonderful wonderful conversation with her so here you go everybody enjoy the conversation i had with joyce lee Madonna and, and you know like I mean she got a lot of flack from both ways from both sides here you know from people who are like yay go queen and then you know people saying hey uh you know maybe you should lay off this or that you know there was a lot of opinions going on I'm just wondering what yours is um I mean well okay so I I think that you know what if it makes her happy more power to her yeah me too I think that um, I see what you're saying about the whole like if it's she doesn't want to let go of her glory days, if it's that kind of thing. I mean, I think 
I think I'm always of the proponent of like, you should accept yourself for who you are yeah. and embrace it. Thank you for right? all the hosts, everybody. Yeah. So like, um, so like, you know, if she's doing it because it's trying to be a gimmick or whatever, I mean, you do you, I'm not going to like knock anybody for it, but I yeah. also think that there's something beautiful about just accepting yourself for where you're at in life and just being like, yeah, this is me, whatever, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. um, that one picture, <laughs> that one, <laughs> that one picture was definitely like the weekend, Witch of the West, it totally made me think about it. I was like looking at, it, I was like, Oh, I don't know about this one. It's kind of weird. It was kind of like a weird, like, um, weird, like, I don't know. It looked like that one didn't to me, to be honest with you guys, it didn't look like a sexy picture. It looked almost like it was supposed to be like, maybe like something you would see in like a photography exhibit at an art museum where yeah. it's trying to say something about women's sexuality like mm. that's that, that's what that picture made me think of you know what i yeah. mean yeah it wasn't not necessarily supposed to be like oh yeah the one to smash or whatever whatever that yeah, yeah. It, it, more of an alt artistic sort of uh thing that's going on i wonder who's behind the cam yeah me too uh she's hurting anyone who is a strain that far from the beauty they were born with is hurting on the inside. Oh, ooh, hot take by Raina Mystique. Uh, I mean, I could definitely see what Raina's saying. I just, you know, like, I don't know what's in her head. I don't want to judge. Like, if yeah. it makes her happy, that's okay. But if it's coming from a place, like, I, I agree with what Raina's saying, though. Like, if it's coming from a place where she's just trying to grasp onto something and she's not wanting to accept herself or where she's at in life, then I think that is kind of sad. And, and I hope she finds a better, you know, way to embrace that yeah, I don't know, yeah. honestly so I, I, um also sophie i love you too <laughs> i love all you guys thank you guys so much for being here all of you guys she was she looked like she was stuck under the bed <laughs> waiting for a relative to help her help me <laughs> oh, no <laughs> i'm falling and i can't get up no, i'm sorry that's what i heard that's all i heard i heard life alert I, that's all i heard was life alert in that comment uh, <laughs> oh no! What, what, what do you what do you think what do you think of of plastic surgery in general? Like, I mean, is that something that you would ever consider doing? Um, I think that there's a lot of value in it for in a lot of cases. Mm. Um, I do think that again, right? For me, it's a, a lot of times when I answer questions like this, it all has to do with like intention. Mm -hmm. So first of all, with plastic surgery, you have like wonderful things that it can do. Like, right, for yeah. example, if someone has breast cancer, they have to get a mastectomy, then they can, you know, feel more complete again, if they've had something taken away for that reason, or, you know, burn victims or like things like that, right? Plastic surgery is invaluable, especially mm -hmm. for that, for helping a person feel like they're people whole transitioning. Again. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, people it's, transitioning mm -hmm. to helping another way of someone feeling whole again mm -hmm. right feeling yeah. like who they're meant to be exactly. right um so um but like with um with cosmetic surgery and stuff like that like i think that's where it gets a little tricky um again i i feel like it has to do with your intention as a person right if it's, it's if it's because like with anything like if it's because you're trying to fill a void if it's if it's because you're trying to cover up something that isn't um you know, instead of trying to heal and get to the root of what's going on, then I think that, you know, maybe that's something you should look at instead of going towards something like plastic surgery or going towards something like, you know, it's like with anything, right? Like 
with alcohol, you could do alcohol for fun. You could do it for like, you know, or you can use it as an escape. And I think sometimes plastic surgery can be a way for people to use as an escape from what they don't want to see. But then all that ends up doing is after over time, you do have people who get addicted to it, who have body dysmorphia, and it doesn't actually heal you from anything. It just covers up and sometimes can make you feel worse. So I think that it's good to look at your intention behind what you're doing um, and address it from there. That makes sense. Are you asking people to be mindful about their decisions in life? <laughs> My God, what kind of monster are you? Jesus. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you're canceled. You're out of here. She's done, folks. We're done. She's done. She's out. Um... Yeah, that that I mean that I think I I mean I I I I I completely agree with you on all levels there. It's like because plastic surgery is like something that can help somebody. Deadside, how dare you? How you doing, friend? How you doing? Oh, hey, Deadside, what's Welcome up, in, buddy? It's good to see you. It's been a while. I saw that you were doing the Jane Bond thing, but yesterday I was. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was half sleeping in a like a, a malaise of pizza and and edibles. So. I don't, I, I saw it today. That's what I'm saying. I saw it today. I didn't see it yesterday. Anyways, what's up, Deadside? Good to see you. Can we get a shout out for Deadside, please? Love me some Deadside Blues. Love me some Deadside. Um, yeah, definitely. But, but when you, you know, like, like, like we were saying, it is like, it's definitely something that helps people feel better. It's something that helps people feel whole. But then it can be, uh, it can be, it can be, you know, I mean, like, if you look at looking at like people like, like Michael Jackson, right? <clears throat> Which Michael Jackson is just emboldened with controversy, but still, like, just if we're just looking at just what he did to himself, to his face, you know, like, on one sense, he did that for people, right? He did that because he wanted people to think he's beautiful. He did that for his public. And then, but he mostly was doing that because he was trying to beautify himself. But by the end of it, you know, like I, I, I ended up seeing. I saw some pictures of him where it showed his nose was caving in, and he had like sixteen surgeries on his nose. And it's like when it becomes that, it, it that's something else, right? Like that's. I think that's that's not. I don't know. Yeah, when it becomes a manifestation of, like a physical manifestation of symptoms of a deeper issue, I think that's where it becomes a problem. Yeah. So. You yeah. know, and, and I think that's where it gets sad and right. it just shows that that person needs a lot of love in some area. So, yeah, you know. mental health, yeah. man, that's like it, it's one thing that's that's really great about as we're moving forward, as we're going into the future and um, coming from my generation. And um, I, I don't know how old you are. You look like you're like 13, but um, <laughs> No offense, like not like a child, but you look very young. So I'm not even gonna attempt to guess your age or anything like that. But uh, uh, you know, in my generation, which isn't that long ago, thirteen. I'm sorry, that, I knew that was that was a little too far. I'm sorry. You, you look you look eighteen, okay? You look eighteen. <laughs> is, that, is that better? Is that is that make everybody more comfortable? Um, um, I am at least legal. Yes. Yes, you are at I least can, legal. I can confirm this. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord um okay um see now i forgot what we were talking about what were we even talking about she's under you were talking about your generation yes my generation yeah my silly generation which which when you think it's like um you know i was young in the early 2000s right in the mid 2000s when you look at the culture then it was just such a 
it was such a different culture, you know, like it, mental health wasn't really it, like when you look at now compared to then mental health was so far down the line. Like we were still using the F word and I'm not saying fuck, you know, I'm saying the F word is a bad way to refer to the LGBTQ plus peoples, you know, like this was mainstream, you know, this was like in the movies and stuff like we like mental health was nowhere near. We didn't care about people's feelings. That was the whole thing. You know, it was just like you were speaking stupidly and 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 not and not mindfully at all and just just sort of going with the momentum of life and drinking alcohol and taking drugs to sort of cover that. What's been beautiful about this new generation that's sort of emerging is that the embrace embracement of mental health and 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 to like actually you know, like I'm looking at, I talk to kids, you know, I talk to a lot of young people and I'm talking to like young rappers who are like, yeah, at the age of 14, I was going through a lot of stuff, but luckily I was able to get help and now I'm on the right track. I'm like, dude, when I was 14, I was guzzling alcohol, like trying to forget about my pain and struggles. Like what the fuck is going on with all these like well-balanced people going around here? Uh, I don't know. Do, do you agree with that? Do you think that that is something that's sort of emerging more into the mainstream? Uh, this whole idea of taking care of yourself and mental health uh, um, comparatively to another generation, just just one generation ago, really. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's become a lot. There's like we've been breaking stigmas left and right. Um, a lot of artists, a lot, especially a lot of like younger generation artists are um, way more outspoken about mental health than ever. Um, and, and I think it's uh, a beautiful, wonderful thing. And I think it's a much needed thing. Of course, you know, anytime you have any kind of situation where, um, like there's an over outpouring of like outspokenness, you do sometimes get a little bit of like too much the other way <laughs> a little bit, yeah. but then also it's, it's, but I think overall it's, it's really positive because like, um, and we kind of touched on this earlier, but like I grew up, um, my family's Chinese. Mm. There's no such thing as mental health. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's like, there's like, you know, like if, if your family takes like antidepressants, it's because a doctor told them to, mm -hmm. you know, right. it's not because, you know, like what's therapy, you know, you know, oh, <laughs> depression is just laziness is like a thing that my mom said all the time. Like, I'm not like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, like there's no, there's, you know, there's no, no, nothing like this. And so, you know, when I was struggling with that as a, mm. as, um, as a younger, younger person, when I was like two, I'm kidding. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Uh, but when I was younger, um, I didn't really have like any tools or people I could talk to. I didn't even know what was going on. I was like severely depressed when I was younger and mm. I didn't know I was depressed. Yeah. Like. It took me like it took me a long time. Like it took me like going through some really dark times before I got diagnosed with it. And I didn't even know I had it. Yeah. Because, that, you know, it just wasn't right. a thing. Right. Whereas I think nowadays it's become a lot less of a stigma. A lot of people more like, you know, addressing that this is just part of life, accepting mm -hmm. the part that, that this is just a part of life, which I think is is wonderful. So because you know, if you just suppress everything or you don't address it, it's like, you know, like if you get sick, right? 
if you get sick and you don't take care of it or you don't address it and you don't rest and you don't heal, it's just going to get worse. And then you're going to, you know, cold is going to turn into freaking pneumonia. Right. So same thing with like, if there's something going on with your, I don't know, for lack of a better word, your heart, you know, or your mind mm. and it doesn't get addressed, it's just going to get worse and worse right. and worse and worse. Right. Yeah. So I think it's really wonderful that it's, it's becoming so much more like of a topic. I mean, just look at the fact of like, I actually, so I don't know if you've looked into K-pop, the K-pop mm-hmm. phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. BTS. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Like that is one of the things that I thought was really freaking amazing about BTS. And I think I attribute part of this to their success is that they literally went on social media. They weren't afraid to just be open about everything that was going on with them, mm-hmm. every step of their journey, whether it was good and bad. And also being of Asian descent, but then not being afraid to preach, love yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, be true to who you are. That's unheard of. <laughs> you know, in my family, when I was growing up, it was like, nah, you're the kid. Yeah. Shut up. Right. Do what you're and told. Just do what you're told. Yep. Like yep. what you're, it doesn't matter what your life experience is. Your experience doesn't matter because I have 20 years on you. Yeah. I have 30 years on you. I'm yeah. the adult. You're the mm-hmm. child. And no matter what, you'll always be the child. Right. And that's it. Your opinions and your feelings don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's how I grew up. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, same, same, same. It's like my mom's straight from Mexico. It's like, fuck your feelings, son. <laughs> like, your feelings don't mean shit. Uh, I mean, now she's much different. She understands a lot more. She's she's uh, she's a little bit more into it now, like this whole mental health thing. She's definitely takes it a little bit more seriously. But yeah, I mean, as as an immigrant coming here, trying to make a better life for her family, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we, yeah. we were kind of joking before beforehand, but it's like their their uh our parents' mode of working through their problems is going to work. Like literally working <laughs> through their problems. It's like shut up. We don't care if you're depressed, go to work, go to college, yeah. shut up, just go do it. Work through that shit. Son, uh, yeah, so I get it. I totally get it. This is like, fuck your feelings, get get a job, go to college, whatever it is. It's like, do, do what I tell you. And the same thing as, like, it's really interesting, too, to see how, like, the dynamic, like, because I'm fully Americanized, but, like, her brothers and sisters are still under that same dynamic of, like, you're younger than me, so you need to listen to me. And it's just mm-hmm. like, and then so that's causing a lot of problems, especially as, you know, they're all Americanized now, you know, like they've been here for a long time. And they're sort of seeing how like in, in Mexico, it's like they call it mochismo, you know, like the dudes are all like, oh, yeah, you got to do what I tell you because I'm a, I have a penis and like I know better and I'm older. <laughs> or even if they're younger, it's like I have a penis. So I know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's like, like they're having troubles with that currently just trying to get along in this in uh, in you know carrying this old school mentality over into this different culture is not working so well, and so I'm wondering, do you do you see that same sort of dynamic play out in your family, or or is that something you guys are you guys sort of just stick to the to to tradition? Uh, so well, as as we've been living in the United States for longer, I, mean, I was born and raised here, mm-hmm. but um, very much bicultural, like. It's come out like where I like I, I've as I've grown older, like I've noticed like 
sometimes things will pop up where like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a Chinese part of me. This is not the American part of me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, especially, you know, in like, but like, um, but with my family, like, you know, they've gotten, my mom has definitely gotten better about mental health stuff. And Mm -hmm. we've actually, what's nice is she's actually had conversations with me now where she said, I didn't know enough when I was younger, when I was raising you. So I'm sorry for this and that, which has been very nice. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, um, she's still very much Chinese though, like (laughs) in a lot of ways, like, you know, but like, um, but yeah, I've had some, some, there's definitely been some cultural disparities in talking about certain things with my, um, with some of my extended family on my mom's side. Um, they still have some old fashioned ideas that I don't agree with, you know, about the the mental health stuff, like very judgmental, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, at a certain point you can't fault them for that because that's what they grew up with. And that's what they know. Right. You still have to love your family. Like, but it definitely is like, there, there'll be times where we'll be hanging out and it's like, Oh, don't say that. Oh, that's very, Oh, that's very cringe. Oh my gosh. You know? And I'm like, like in my head, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I could like go on a whole tangent about how that's not okay. And how that's wrong. But I'm not going to say anything right now because I love you. I love you, auntie. I love you so much. I love you, auntie. (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure. For sure. Uh, I feel like that was most everyone's Thanksgiving, you know, like just just everyone in general this year. And I think that's like, I think that was just everyone. It's like, let's just not talk about that. I loved how like there was a bunch of newscasts where it's like, don't talk about these things at the dinner table. Like they're trying to give like advice on how to not hate your uncle, right? It's like, how do you not hate the Trump supporting uncle or, you know, like... Or the 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 semi-racist, you know, aunt who likes to say weird shit. You know, it's like, well, uh, just just look past it and try to enjoy the moment. <laughs> yeah. Which which is really sad that our um that our our families, I mean, in general, you know, and this is outside of immigrate immigrant families, is like, you know, the whole country is sort of going through this whole like divide and it's like it's just gross. Um, I, I have to say this because Morby wrote it and it was just so funny. Everybody knows wisdom is stored in the balls. Thank you, Morby. Thank you for, t- thank you for that. It's just so funny. Yeah, let's just talk about the weather. It, you, I mean, sometimes that's just best. Sometimes it's best to just push on and, and, and try to enjoy your family for who they are because it's not like – these ideas define them, right? Like, and if yeah. they do that, then they're then they're way then they're too far gone. <laughs> if this is what defines them, like MAGA defines me, then you know, like then I don't know. I don't know if there's getting through to that. <laughs> but you know, like if they're like if if they're, it's just like you know, I voted for Trump because I like I liked how he his policy or whatever. It's like. Okay, cool, whatever. Let's just look past that. And let's just remember that I grew up with this person, that I've had uh, many beautiful times with this person. I've had beautiful, meaningful, uh, memorable things that are going to stick through my life with this person. And so let's just look past the whole, you know, the MAGA hat and stuff. Let's just just remember the good times. It really is, man. I mean... And, and me personally, I, I I don't care who you voted for. That's just me personally. But I mean, it's it just in that sense that like it's we're all at this point where we can't even like talk to our family anymore. I just think it's gross. It sucks. Uh, and it just really sucks. 
I don't know how do you feel about it. I mean, I know that family members can be toxic, by the way, everybody. I realize that some family members don't deserve to be talked to. But in general, I don't think that most family members are out there destroying your lives with their personal decisions. Maybe they are. I don't know. Or personal voting decisions. Yeah, I know. I said a lot there. I said a lot. Here, go, please, just do your family, thing. Family is tricky. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that, um, I mean, I have some friends that I'm super close to. We have some pretty big disparities in our opinions on uh, politics and stuff like that. And And we've actually been able to, like, talk about our differences and it's been okay you know um just kind of just trying to understand each other's like cool we'll agree not to disagree and that's okay mm -hmm. I still love you and accept you for who you are right yeah. so with a lot of my family it's like you know also, you know, like at a certain point, it's like, okay, you're not going to fight with like your 80 year old grandma about her opinions. Like she's freaking, she's freaking 80, right? Like, like, shut up, you stupid like, bitch. You know, like she's like 80. She's just, you know, just like. You racist you know? piece of shit. I'm not going to your funeral. No, so you can, you can make a decision. I think it's up to you. Okay. There's no right or wrong answer here. You can make a decision to like accept the people in your life for who they are and just love them for who they are. And just, you know, the, the parts that you disagree with and all, or you can choose to remove yourself from that situation, just like any relationship, right? So it's, it's including family. It's a little trickier with family, but it's doable mm. if you really need to. And, um, you know, it's like, I'm not going to lie. There are some, there's some like kind of racist ideologies in, in my family with some of my family members that like really make me cringe. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, that doesn't mutually exclude the fact that they also can be very loving and very caring and very giving people. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And oh, I think, I know I think what at you least mean. <laughs> yeah. So I think with my family members in particular in that area, like um, they, um, you know, I just like I kind of recognize that part of that's because they grew up in a foreign country where, you know, they grew up with these ideals and it was accepted and it just kind of is like ingrained in them. And it's not necessarily it is ignorant. And it's not necessarily because they're horrible people but also at a certain point it's like again like I said you know you're not going to argue with your 80 year old grandma like about like <laughs> what's going on because she's 80 right <laughs> so yeah she's emboldening her like, beliefs okay, she's not right, changing grandma, her mind <laughs> yeah or like you know so yeah. like as an example right so so yeah I, you know pick your battles choose to love somebody for the hour keep them in your life or you could choose to remove yourself from that situation. And yeah, I mean, and there are definitely some things that I don't talk about with my family, Yeah, you know, because yeah. I can't like, there are things about my life that my family will probably never know yeah. unless they watch this podcast, which is probably not likely <laughs> to happen. So <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's interesting to me when people say that, that only white people can be racist because they've never sat in my fucking a family 
they've never heard they've never heard my family sitting there talking about other races and shit bro i fucking bro like what a stupid thing to 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 even push on the people is that only white people can be racist like that's the stupidest shit i've ever heard I, I look. That, I have an uncle who ridiculous. fucking blames all the problems on the Jews. Okay, he's Mexican AF. Okay, it's all the Jews' fault. Don't clip that, you motherfuckers. Do not clip that and fucking make me into a, a monster. Okay, <laughs> I was just on a podcast and somebody clipped that where they said because uh, they clipped me saying don't take the vaccines. They clipped me on the contact. So oh, fucking no. motherfucker, don't you be clipping me. I shouldn't even said that. That was no. Anyways, yeah, it, it, that's just my opinion. It's like the the think that that other races can't be racist is just kind of ridiculous. But whatever, yeah. That's it, it. It's I think it's a. I think that is a, a a clear sign of 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 white people imposing their ideas of what racism is on onto other races. And my opinion, folks. Not anyone else's. I don't know. Would you agree with that? Or do you want to remain silent? Which is totally fine. I mean, everybody that I think any people are people. We're all capable of doing awesome and shitty things. <laughs> Everyone, no matter who you are. So that's, that's just my blanket opinion on that in general. I, that is a great great answer, by the way. Uh, so what's your uncle's email address? You better calm down, reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> asking for a friend <laughs> mostly shitty okay we better get to these questions because they're all piling oh, yeah. up and they're from we have a, a lot long... of questions <laughs> we got a lot of questions going out okay so first off this is from 44 minutes ago my bad uh, but we're gonna go right down the line like like uh, like a song list or something so well, here we go um, uh, who would win an arm wrestle uh, fecal or choicey I don't know who these people are but I hope wait who fecal Fecal? Oh, the kill or choicey? Choicey? Okay, so I, I'm, it's looking like the kill is is the person that's in here. Oh, oh, oh and Cho Lord Choice. Okay, so here we go. So this is from Lord Choice. Who would win in an arm wrestling match, the kill or Lord Choice? There you go. Okay, so for context, they're both my mods. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> um... <laughs> I like how they decided to ask that question to start off with. Why are you guys trying to make me choose? Can I just not love all of you equally? Is that okay? Everybody okay, has I, a favorite. I, Every mother I, has I, a favorite kid. Uh, they I don't know. I'm going to let chat vote on this. Okay. okay. Who do okay. you guys, who do you guys think is going to win? Okay. The killer the choice. I am abstaining. Okay. Mom, mom is abstaining. I love all my children. One for the kill, two for Lord <laughs> choice. One for the kill, two for Lord choice. Let's go. One for the kill. Two for Lord Choice. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see it, chat. One. Oh, we got shots fired. Shots fired from Oracle. <laughs> Mom, you have to judge. The <laughs> no, the, it, it, that's it. Just, just one. Oh, 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 oh. We got two. The table. Oh, the table's going to win me. <laughs> the table's going to win. <laughs> Three cosmic. Yeah, cosmic's gonna do it. He's just gonna come in like boom, or they. My bad. I don't know if you're she. she. All good. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not used to that whole thing yet. Uh, mom wins. She's gonna put both of them in house arrest. Yeah. 
I abstain too. Can't choose between my bros. <laughs> <laughs> I beat them both. Stony Killer, welcome in. It's good to good to see you. I, well, I don't know who you are, but this is, thank you for Hi, being Stony. here. <laughs> yeah, I accept the table and smacks them both with it. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> Turkinil. I don't know if I'm saying your name right, well, but if welcome. that's the case, then the table does win. <laughs> the the table wins. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, I, I guess there are we just gonna go with the table? Is that what everybody? Yeah, table wins. Okay, table wins. Table sure, wins. All right, <laughs> we've all agreed the table wins. All right, here we go. <laughs> Next question here, and this is from Snoozemu, who uh, may or may not be awake right now. Uh, are you thirteen or eighteen? Okay, Snoozemu. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> Okay, uh, that was a that was obviously a troll question. How is Bean today? Oh, that's my cat. Oh, kitty cat. He's uh, sleeping. Oh, well, that's sleeping. good. I think that's a good thing then. So yeah, he's like passed out under the. He likes to crawl under the covers. I it's hard for me to make my bed because he likes to crawl under the covers and sleep there. Hmm. And then you just see like this little ball in the middle of like under the cover. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's kind of cute. Yeah, that is cute. I, 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 <laughs> cats are like, I, I, okay, so are you a cat person over a dog all day? Uh, actually, I was always a dog person. Oh, but um, I was traveling for a while. I was traveling a lot to where I couldn't really have a dog mm -hmm. because I would just I just felt bad leaving the dog alone, you know, or yeah. having to. It's expensive to put in daycare all the time, and also, you know, your dog just wants to be with you all the time, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. I've only ever had dogs, and I've only ever had big dogs. I love big dogs, oh, like. Yeah. Um, like 50, 60 pounds or bigger. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? But not like, um, not like 120 pounds, but like, or, no, but or do I loved, you, I love those big dogs. You like those big, oh man. Yes. I just want I a dog that's big Malamute. enough. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, hold on. Let me look what that looks like because I'm just picturing. Um, They're beautiful. Malum. Cause, uh, I'm picturing like the horse, like a mini pony. Oh, Oh, this is like a husky. Yeah. Okay. So really big. I'm I was picturing a um <laughs> like a husky type dog. Uh oh not yeah. husky. No, I was uh uh what is those big horse looking thing? Marmaduke was that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saint Bernard? No, 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 it was it's like a um whatever, who cares? Yes, thank you. A um, mal um oh no, Malafloof. That's not what it is. Husker flu. You guys are just giving me all okay, my boys eight pounds. No, I like dogs that are like somewhere around fifty to eighty pounds. Something I can carry them still, but like I don't want anything too big where their like poop is so big that it like leaves you know plop stains all over the yard. But like, like you know, I I don't know. I just big enough to take a bite out of someone's ass. Honestly, that's all I want. It's just big enough to eat someone, but small enough to where I can carry if I need to. Take my little guy somewhere, or my little gal. Yeah. Um. So, so what made you uh switch over to cats? Because I personally love both of them. Uh, I love, but I like I, I used to like cats more, but I've turned into a dog guy now. But, but what 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 have you found that that you like about the cat over the dog? Uh. So well. Um. I actually um. Like, 
decided to get a cat because it was a little less maintenance, mm. like I said. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, so I got Bean, who I don't know if I can get him to come out. Oh, you don't have to bother him. He's sleeping. I'm just going to crinkle this bag of treats and see if he comes out. But like he's a <laughs> he's a so I got him uh, four years ago um, for a couple of reasons. Um, I wanted to have a pet again. I missed having a pet. And also, um, I guess we're talking about mental health. Um, I've never actually said this before, but he's actually like my therapy animal. Oh, so um, I was going through a really hard time um, and um, he definitely helped with my recovery process. Um, he, um, I've had him since he was seven weeks old. He's a Siamese. Oh. And it's kind of funny because I told you I love dogs, right? I've mm -hmm. only ever had dogs. He plays fetch. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, um, I wasn't really a cat person, but then I had a bunch of friends who had cats and thought about maybe adopting one. And I, I know that Siamese are very friendly and also they're one of the breeds that is more likely to get along with a dog. So with the idea of the fact that I may want to get another dog in the future, mm. I decided to see if I could adopt a Siamese cat. And then my friend happened to be fostering him and brought him over one day. And she was like showing him to me. She's like, you know, you want him. You know, he's your future pet. You know, you want him. And he was so cute. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, it, it's funny because reindeer is like police dogs around the world for a reason. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, you never see like a cop cat, you know, <laughs> you don't see a police cat around, you know, they don't have a police ferret, you know, there's no, no, it's like there's dogs for a reason. But, but I mean, it's just whatever plays their, their strengths, you know, it's like cats. I don't know. Cats are great. If you just have, if you want something to go hunt the mice in the barn, you know, but if you want, uh, if you want something to take a bite out of crime, then. You know, there you go. I meant police uses Belgian. Oh, <laughs> if you want something to get back at. I see, I see, I see. That's the dog I get. I see. What is that? A Belgian Malinois. I want to, let's look at that son of a bitch. Oh, those are beautiful dogs too. Mal Malinois. Let's see. Malinois? <laughs> I am very uncultured, everyone. Uh, these, this, uh, oh, these are cool. They almost remind me of like a shepherd, like a like a mm -hmm. German shepherd or something. Yeah. My dog was amazing. My dog was a half shepherd, half rot, and she was the shit. And I miss her Aww. a lot. And I didn't think I would. I didn't think I would because she was adopted. And I didn't care for her at first because she she had something against me. <laughs> like she Aww. shit in front of my she shit in front of my studio door once. And, and it was it was on purpose too, cause this bitch this bitch waited till we left, and then I we came back five minutes later. It was like poop, and she was like laying across this laying across the floor, just looking at and looking at the door, like yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yep, like she's yep, like what? Yep. What fuck you, you got a problem? What? Just like oh, and so like I held that against her for so long, but then like we went on van life, and we were traveling around in our van with my family and stuff, and she had our back so hard, and like I got so close to her. And when she Aww. died, I cried for that. And I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start tearing up now. So um, <laughs> she was so cool. Uh, I, I I truly regret 
that I held that much shit against her for so long because she was such a good dog. Such a good dog. Anyways, um, uh, dogs. Yeah, they're great. Uh, anyways, well, let's get to, she wasn't adopted. She was your step dog. Yeah, well, I, I adopted her after a while, okay? She took on my last name. We don't deserve dogs. Yeah, we do. We deserve dogs because what else are they going to be doing? They'll be out in the wild getting eaten by other animals or, you know, freezing to death in the in the winter. It's like, you know, at least when we have dogs, they could be our friends and we're their friends and, and we give them food and warmth and, and hopefully we treat them with respect and take them around other animals so they know how to act right, you know? So, anyways... Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, 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 I get that whole idea. Like like you the idea like PETA, I don't know, like are you familiar with PETA, the animal rights thing? Yes. Is like I I you know, there's a lot that I agree with them, especially with this um commercial farming and how we treat animals and uh, get our meat, you know, it's horrible. But I don't know if the right answer is just to let every animal just go out into the world and <laughs> be wild, you know? Like, I'm not sure if that's the right answer either. And I think that's part of their whole... PETA is very bad. Uh, you can't say they're bad because they have a good place in their heart, but they definitely kill a lot of animals. <laughs> they definitely put a lot of animals down. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, as much as they want to... Thank you so much, uh, Tyler, Alexis Music. Hey, Tyler! For following, I appreciate you and welcome in. Welcome in. I, I feel like you play music. <laughs> Is Tyler, Tyler a streamer? Tyler does play music. Yes. Let, let's go see what Tyler does. Let's, let's go be nosy. I'm gonna just take the, this time. Oh, Tyler is. Is Tyler from the UK? Do you know if Tyler's from the UK? I don't think. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I. They look familiar. Maybe I'm just out of my mind. I am not, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we're, so. we're, but yeah, nice to see you, Tyler. I'm in California. Well, I can see why you wouldn't want to be in California. Although I love California. I lived in San Diego for 13 years and I loved it. But currently I would hate living in California. So I understand. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's move on to the next question here. Uh, why, haha, why, why wouldn't I want to live there? Let's not get into that right now. I, we're having such a good time and I would, there's other things, Tyler. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to ruin this good time. We're having a good time and I don't want to take it there. I, I'm liking the laughs and the walls. Uh, okay. How has it been? Okay. So Lord Choice uh, decided to use a question for the guests for, how you been today? Oh no. How's Bean today? <laughs> no, my God. We speak English good. Okay, here we go. Are you as hyped about your new EP almost releasing, hopefully next year? Are you are you as hyped? I, I think they don't. I, they, I don't. I don't think they finished that. But are you as hyped as Lord Choice is about your new EP coming out? Which I gotta say, I gotta say, um, uh, I I thought that was so cool. Uh, I went in and I checked out a couple of your vods and and uh, you know get to know you a little better and I love that you're like oh like up to like eight thousand dollars and you know we were kind of talking a little bit beforehand and um you know you're just you're like you know we're small but we're mighty and it's, I just love I love Twitch for that reason that 
that people come together and they support the people that they really, really care about. Can you can you go into it and tell us about this new album and tell us about what you're doing and how you're raising the money and give it to us. Um. Yeah. I um. I you know. I. Oh, like I said uh, about my community, I feel very grateful and honored to have met all of them um, and to be where we're at. Um, I um, just been so far, I've only been fundraising for the album on um, stream. So I don't have a Patreon set up. I, need, I really need to get on that. Um, <laughs> but um I'm very excited about the new album. Um, it's been a long time coming. I, I, the, I've been writing a lot of songs that I really love like the last few years and especially this past year too. And um, I just feel like it's it's long overdue. Uh, pandemic gave me some unexpectedly, unexpectedly needed time to get to focus on music because I couldn't do some of the other stuff I was doing before and I couldn't travel uh, for work like I used to. So um, I started streaming and um, it's just been really, like I said, I, I never, like I'm, an, I'm a completely independent artist, right? I'm not signed to a label. I don't have a manager. I don't have anybody helping me really. And so um, I've just been honest and open about that and just playing music on my streams and very grateful for everybody who's been contributing and believes in me and likes my music enough to want to help but support make this album and support and make this album happen. I, I couldn't do it without other people's help because I'm not a millionaire. I wish I was, but I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> it'd be way better if you were, right? <laughs> this would be way easier. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, so, um, uh, so yeah, I just, um, I, uh, you know, I'm not like the biggest streamer on, on Twitch. I kind of had to start over a little bit, actually, because I was streaming on Mixer before. Um, which Oh, that don't exist anymore. Does not exist anymore. Literally, like two weeks before my birthday, they announced they were shutting down. And I was like this close to getting partnered. Oh, my God. So wait, wait. So on Mixer, you were doing pretty well then. Yeah. Dude, oh, I live in San Francisco. Okay. Okay. I, I, Thank I will, you for that will... follow, uh, uh, I... Morez. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I will say I live in San Francisco. It's mm. really expensive here. Oh, yes. And I have, I feel super grateful about this, uh, but I actually was able to pay rent a couple of months with the money I was making. On, on Mixer? Mixer? Whoa. Wow. And no, and, and like, I, I know what kind of prices you're dealing with. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're dealing yeah. with. It's insane. Morez, thank you for that follow and welcome. Yo, that is uh that yeah, that's awesome that you're sort of like you're on that trajectory and then Mixer was just like, hey, guess what, guys? Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh so when did that that's always gonna hurt. <laughs> so did that happen during the pandemic or were you on Mixer before the pandemic? I started streaming right before lockdown i started oh. streaming in january 2020 wow and on mixer on mixer okay um and then um like my birthday is at the end of july and mm. july is when they shut down wow so. what comparing comparing i know mixer no longer exists but like comparatively uh between twitch and mixer which one were you finding more uh were you finding more of um 
I don't know, were you which one were you finding more success at? Obviously, Mixer no longer. And you were almost a partner, but like, do you feel like it was easier path to partner on Mixer than it was than it is on Twitch? Or yeah, I, I'm kind of having a terrible time phrasing <laughs> this, but like which one did you like better? And and which one did you see like growth um more uh more um more growth on. Oh, sorry. That was just the worst. Right. No, no, no. I, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll get I there just eventually. Say, hold on. Really quick, though. I really sure. just want to say thank you, Fallen, and thank you, Sophie and Stoney. You will definitely get a signed copy when I have the album ready. Yep. I just yeah. want to say a couple things. Oh, of course. Chat. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> get, get, um, get so things. I think I know what you're... So you're you're kind of asking about the, the growth trajectory and, like, the differences between Mixer and Twitch for for specifically music streaming and what I was doing, right? Yes, Basically, yes. Yeah. Th thank you for <laughs> thank you for Englishing better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate We're it. on the We Speak English podcast. Hey! It's different. So uh, Mixer was definitely a much smaller community. Mm. Um, and so in some ways, I think it was less saturated than the mm. music community on Twitch, which is nice. Um and then, um, and so we became kind of the music, the music community on Mixer was pretty tight knit for a while. And we became like a little family and everybody knew mm. everybody oh, because cool. it was much smaller. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but also at the same time, because it was a smaller demographic, I think typically it would have been more difficult to grow faster mm. than Twitch mm -hmm. um, because you have less people, less viewers. Um it was a little different for me. Um, I grew pretty quickly on Mixer, um, uh, comparative to I think what it, what it normally would have been, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and and that's just from uh, feedback I got from friends of mine who are partners on Mixer. They were like, you know, you're growing like super fast for somebody who's like on this platform. Yeah. Uh, whereas I think what I did. If I had been growing at the same trajectory on Mixer as I was on Twitch now, probably maybe would have been like half the time, you know, mm. if it had been at the same on a one to one ratio. Yeah. Um, I think, though, also like there is a part of me that always wonders, like, well, what would have happened if I had actually like jumped on Twitch at the same time as everybody else uh. who jumped on Twitch, you know, when they couldn't, you know, couldn't make money the same way anymore. Right. You know? Uh, because I feel like I lost out and missed out on some of that like Twitch bonding, Twitch music bonding, mm -hmm. that Twitch music community like camaraderie when everyone was like, how do I figure this out and do yeah. all this, you know? But also at the same time, because I'd already been streaming on Mixer and I'd already had some experience, like when I got on Twitch, I didn't feel like completely overwhelmed and completely out of my depth. Right. And And I did bring, you know, I brought like, not not everyone, obviously not everyone came with mixer here right. but uh, a lot of people like who still watch me today and or in are in chat right now uh, <laughs> followed me all the way from mixer to here That's so, <laughs> so i'm super super grateful oracle yeah. I, it's looking like oracle was one of those people um oracle did you uh did you come over from mixer to twitch just for joyce or did you come over because or were you already on Twitch? And maybe Joyce, you know the answer to this, but um, 
But that's interesting. I, I love that. I love that uh, people came over and was like, hey, we're, we're going to go support. And that's what I love about this platform is like you literally are finding your super fans and like you're finding them, which sounds really awkward to talk about in front of people. You know, <laughs> just for me, it does. It's really awkward when you're just like, you know, you you guys are my super fans. But like, you know, like it's 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 uh. <laughs> But, but it really is. And when you talk about super fans, these are people who are going to support you, people who do support you currently, who will buy your music, who will buy your merchandise, who will, who will support you uh, because they love what they do, what love what they what you do. And they love and they're willing to, you know, do whatever they can to, to keep that going. And, and I feel like on Twitch, it's so much I don't want to say easier but I'm saying, uh, but I feel like it's it's so much more attainable to get those sort of fans here than it is sort of doing the old grind where you're like play bars and you promote on you know Facebook, you buy ads on Facebook, you buy places on playlists on 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 uh, Spotify, you know, like playlist placements and sponsored mm -hmm. ads on Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. Like I feel like that is like taking darts and just throwing them in the in the dark just like hopefully it sticks in someone's head you know but who knows yeah. but with this it's like people will find you and people come to you and people are looking for people you know people are here to be entertained people are looking for you here whereas like when you're on instagram you're not really looking for new artists to listen to i mean maybe you are but but you're also scrolling through like big butts and like, you know, ads for mustache trimmers. And I guess that's mine. <laughs> I guess I'm describing my Instagram feed. But still, you know, it's like, you know, it's like all this stuff that doesn't usually have anything to do with music. And then there's this music thing. It's like, oh, maybe I'll go tap on it. But how often do you tap on those? So uh, all of that to say that, you know, this is the I, I feel like this is the platform where you do find the most organic growth, where you do actually are, are able to make some money off of your art, legitimate money while building an audience while, I mean, shit, you're fundraising for your next album. Like, <laughs> you know, your fans yeah. are literally paying for your next album. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you agree with all of what I just said? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do. And you guys are going to make me cry with the stuff you're posting in chat. It's very sweet. Oh, my God. OK. Um, <laughs> uh, Stony, I did not know that you followed me from Mixer. I mean, I kind of knew, but I didn't know that I was like, you know, that you, you got a Twitch account because of that. And Sophie, thank you so much. And Oracle, thank you so much. Um, OK, I'm not going to cry. I'm going to stop looking. OK. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, it's definitely different. It's definitely different than performing a live gig, right? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, like, it's nice. It's it's nice to be able to just, like, log online and, like, um, perform from the comfort of your home. But then it's also very different than doing a live show, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, when you're, when you're on at a show, it's like, okay, you have, like, a set list. You've got, like, a vibe. And you're there to like perform and play and like, you know, if it's your music or if it's covers or whatever gig you're doing, like you're, you're you have a set thing that you're supposed to do and mm -hmm. and and a uh, a performance that you're supposed to evoke or a vibe that you're supposed to evoke, right? Whereas on on stream, it's like 
you have to find that balance between like making personal connections with your audience and talking with them in between songs. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, and, and it's weird, right? Because like people want to see you do live learns, <laughs> like, you know, which you, you don't do live learns, you know, normally you don't do live learns at like a gig, especially right. like a paid gig, right? Like, you know, unless they're like, paying you enough money, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got a hundred bucks. Play Sweet Child of Mine. Okay, yeah. here we go. We'll see what happens. Okay, let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, they want to see that. They want right. to see, like, the organic processes behind, like, how you write a song. Like, even if it's crap or, like, you know, like, like it's just, like, all these different things mm -hmm. with streaming that you don't normally... Um, like you wouldn't do it a live gig, right? But it's kind of cool because it's a, just a very different way. Yes, Wonderwall for a hundred dollars. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like you know, um, and that's been a whole different, interesting journey and dynamic on its own, right? Because yeah. being a music streamer, you're also now like a content creator as opposed to just a musician, and that's like right. a whole other skill set and a whole other thing to look at. So that's been, like I said, just interesting to explore and mm -hmm. grow and learn about. Yeah, I, mean, I think you'd agree with me too, right? Oh on that. No, yeah. no, no. I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, and I, and I think that's what makes it so, uh, so much more than just you know playing at a coffee shop and paying for ads on Instagram and you know paying for playlists is that you do get that very very intimate setting where you get all the nuance of your voice and of your instruments and of what you're trying to project is out there, but also the nuance of, of, of relating and, and being able to communicate with people directly and being able to like, you know, like someone's having a bad day and you're able to address that and, and like play a song for them to make them feel better. It's like what you don't have that in, in, a, in a bar situation. You just have drunk people like play, you know, free bird, you know, it's like that and you, you, there's no room for a nuanced conversation about you know you know about someone's bad day and then that relates to you and then you guys are and then everybody's like yeah but at least we have our cats and then everybody's like yay cats you know <laughs> whatever the situation is there's none of that in a bar so like like Twitch eliminates a lot of the noise that comes with performing out in the real world. And and by the way, I agree, live gigs should be coming back. And by the way, in Ohio, live gigs have been going strong since last summer. So I'm just letting y'all know, Ohio is we've had live gigs like almost this whole time. So I don't know. I know California, you guys are just sort of getting stuff back. No, you guys have had it back for a little while, but still. I get it. California is a weird spot to be in sometimes. Uh, I guess in, it depends on where you're at. But anyways, uh, yeah, so you get to sort of have this like very personal connection that you get to make with your community rather than just, you know, yelling above a crowd of drunkards, you know, yelling things back at you. It's just like it's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we should get to more questions. <laughs> the chat uh what is something you would love to say to young songwriters musicians just starting out and this is stargate girl sophie oh that's a really good question yeah i agree great question i'm gonna go um, with my cat <laughs> so i guess well it's a little bit different so so it was a young songwriters and yeah. or musicians. What is, what is something you would love to say to young songwriters slash musicians just starting out? 
Okay. Get on um, Twitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, please, you answer. Well, <laughs> um, listen. I don't know. Explore as much music as you possibly can. Mm. Listen to what speaks to you and what you like. And if you are starting out and you want an instrument, just like, I think the most important thing to do is just like, just play, even if it's bad, just play and you'll get better at it and don't give up. Um, as a songwriter, I think that, um, you know, it, it's a little bit different of a question because with songwriters, I think that depending on what kind of music you want to write, you really want to listen to as much music as possible and think about things like, why does this song hit me this way? And what is it about these lyrics that I like? And like, just learn and research and listen. And then, um, and just try anything, just try things. Like, don't be afraid to explore. Um, sometimes you write crap before you write good stuff. It happens to all of us and that's okay. And just be okay with that. But the most important thing is just to do it, mm. just to do it and try and learn and explore. That is like one of the biggest pieces of advice yeah. I can give. I, I think that's solid. It's just like half the problem, half the challenge is just showing up. It's like, mm -hmm. just show up, just keep showing up, honestly. And, and, even if you you your skills lack, it's like over time and experience, it's gonna build. It, it but but you have to work at it, and it's something you have to work at. Like I know it sounds redundant and crappy, but this is like every day, every day. It's just you do it, you do it, and even when you don't feel like it, you do it. And and <laughs> um, I don't know, like how how do you sort of get past those moments when you're not feeling it? When you're like you know I don't know maybe it's stream time and you're not feeling great or you're in one of your, you know, maybe you're in a, not in a great mental state and, you know, but the show has to go on or, or whatever. So I, I, the good thing about Twitch is, is like, you can just send out a message in discord, like, Hey guys, taking a mental health day. And everybody's like, Oh, you go. Yeah. You do. You, <laughs> you know, and it's very supportive, but that is not how it works when you're playing gigs, when you're playing, you know, real life gigs, where you show up and people are depending on you, like the bar owner. So, how do you uh, how do you sort of uh, get through those moments, and how do you you know how do you navigate those times when you're not feeling like doing music, but you know that it's part of your job, so you kind of got to get in there and do it. I just do it. Honestly, I don't know. I don't have like a, I don't have like a really great answer for you. I just, I just know that at the end of the day, music is the most like important thing to me. Mm. And that you have to look at the big picture and the big picture is like, this is what, even if you don't always feel like doing it, sometimes this is what you want to do. And this is what you do. So you just got to do it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I did. I'm not going to lie. I have had like, you know, struggles. Obviously, everybody has with like mental health days and stuff where things are not going great. I mean, after Mixer died, it hurt really bad. Yeah. It hurt really bad. I, I took two months off streaming. Wow. Um, because of just life stuff and just like. It just, it was really, it was, you know, I mean, it was a lot of work, you know, it was a lot of hard work yeah. and then it was gone. 
and 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 it was like our little family just all scattered to the wind i mean it's to this day there are still friends of mine who were mixer partners who have not gone back to streaming because wow. it hurt that bad wow. you know what i mean like yeah. It, 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 yeah yeah so like so like but um you know I'm grateful because two months later, I pressed that play button and people came back. <laughs> and, uh, and I just, I just, you just, you just got to put it into perspective. And, and then I think the other thing too is honestly, I, I will say this, and I've said this on my streams before, like many times, actually, I, I will, I will press that start streaming button. I don't feel like it. I've had a really horrible day. I like literally will be sitting there and they're like, I just want to cry. Life sucks. You know, everything is, everything is shit right now. And, and I start streaming and my community just fucking builds me back up and makes me feel better when yeah. I am playing. And I don't even tell them, I don't even tell them that I've had a shit day. Um, I will tell them like, you know, maybe like two hours into stream after I've started feeling better, I'll be like, guys, you guys mean so much to me. Like, this is like a two-way experience. It's yeah. not just a one-way experience. Like, it's not just me performing for you and playing music for you. Like, your energy, your time, your your kindness towards each other and to me, like, builds me back up when I'm feeling like shit. So thank you so much for being here. And I mean it. Yeah. I do. It sounds so cheesy. It sounds, yeah. it, but it's true. You know what I mean? Right. And then like, and then like the same thing with like live gigs, even sometimes too, like, you know, like the, one of the last gigs, uh, live gigs I did was um, I sing in a jazz, jazz band here in, in, in the Bay area. And we did a, we did a, um, we did a walk for Alzheimer's walk to end Alzheimer's gig. Mm. And I mean, just like, you know, I was, like just being there and seeing like how we were hyping up all these people walking for charity. Yeah. Like that, that shit builds you back up. You know what I mean? It yeah, like, sure. it makes it, it's like, it's like a positive cycle of like reinforcement, like, like a, a positive, re like, you know what I mean? I did not say that. Right. See, I can speak English good too. Uh, <laughs> like, so like, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was, it was just, it's like a really, it's a really, really wonderful, positive experience in that way. I mean, yeah. it's not always like once in a while. I mean, I've had, you know, I've had like the drunken, the drunken dude that does not understand personal space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. had that, you know, mm -hmm. but usually you just kind of like, you know, what? I'm just going to go back to focusing on the fact that I actually like singing this next song and mm -hmm. I'm going to just, you know, not, you know, but like, <laughs> you know, yeah. at, at the end of the day, music is what I love and it's what I it's what I want to do and it's what I do. And um, that in and of itself builds me back up. And then the energy from positive experiences with amazing people, like the people in my community and the people in the Twitch community and other musicians and stuff that I've met on here and people like you, like that, that is just invaluable. So, yeah. Thank you for that host, Indie Rock Queen. And welcome in Indie Rock Queen. Are, are, you, are you a streamer too, Indie Rock Queen? What do you do? You look like you stream. What do you do? Let me see. Let me look at you. I'm, I'm getting nosy now, Indie Rock Queen. Looks like we're an IRL streamer. Watch out. You got to follow from me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. And, and um, you know, just sort of wrap it all up. It, it, uh, serve the art and the art will serve you. It's like put your all into it and it will 
put it back out. Like it's one thing I've noticed is that I um <laughs> they're playing no. <laughs> Thank you, Body. I appreciate you. Um the uh yeah it, it it really is that it's like as soon as as soon as i came to that realization and actually start practicing it is like it's when it really manifested as life as a musician is like you serve it and you it, it will serve you you just gotta really put it put yourself into it um great question uh stargate girl thank you so much um uh, let's see the kill has wants to know if you had one wish what would it be? Um, well, that's pretty easy. Um, to just do what I love without having to worry about money. There you go. <laughs> there it is. She took the it's pretty easy. She took the I like that she took the selfish route and not the like world peace, man. <laughs> it's like, yo. If I could just be happy and not have to worry about eating, that would be wonderful. <laughs> if I, could, I mean, not happy because money doesn't necessarily buy happiness, but it certainly helps. It certainly helps not having to worry about, you know, where your next meal coming from or worry about if rent's going to get paid next month or blah, 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 blah. Like it, you're a little happier. You're a lot happier. <laughs> Uh, it, there's a reason why the underserved communities are, are always tense and there's a lot of tension going on, right? Um, yeah, that's a, yeah, there you go. So not to I'm worry gonna, about money. I'm going to default to the selfishness being part of the hierarchy of needs. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> because look, because yeah. if you're, if you're able to meet your needs and if you're able to, to, you know, create the kind of music and create and and have this and be a pillar of the community because you're able to you're self-sufficient you're able to produce the kind of art you want you have your own life you're showing leadership within your community and and just by doing that just by showing leadership showing your your you, what what you can do with a little bit of you know uh, with a little bit of money, you know, that, that can, uh, that can raise other people up too. That can inspire other people to have a magic amount of money just come and <laughs> fulfill their a wish. Magic amount of money. <laughs> well, I mean, cause we're talking about wishes, right? So, yeah. but, but I, I, I do, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, let's just, yeah. Defer to the hierarchy of needs, right? It's like, look, <laughs> I need to, <laughs> we all need, no, it, there is there is something though to be said about someone who who is um, you know doing well and that inspires others and you know I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it <laughs> brings out more positivity in the world. Look, this is how you're raising other people up because you're able to create art that they want to hear and that makes them feel better. And so there it is. You, you, by you being comfortable in your life, <laughs> you're able to bring comfort to others. Boom. Moral quandary Sweet. solved. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We're good about it. We're good with this like magic it. money. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> another another one from the kill. Uh, who is your best mod? Everybody knows the answer, but let's just ask again. Oh my gosh, you guys, come on now. <laughs> All right, we can move on. Uh, the kill only has one dog. Lord Choice has a puppy. Three cats. And a rainy, whose house are you coming over to? <laughs> the kill only has one dog. <laughs> but I have three cats, a puppy, and a rainy. Whatever a rainy is. 
Oh, like Rainey is his fiance. Oh, (laughs) and he he has a fiance. So there you go. So whose house? (laughs) Joyce. Which one? Can't I just go visit both? No, there's there's you got two choices. You got to make one. I mean, you got one choice. You you can only choose one, Joyce. This is just where it's going. You got Joyce choice. It depends. It depends. Is it is it for your wedding? Then I'd have to go to choices. <laughs> I choose fallen. Okay. For the best mod. Oh, that's good. That's sweet. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, you 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 guys. You guys. Uh, <laughs> you guys. What is your favorite song or artist at the moment? And this is from Das Boy B. Uh Hmm, that's a really hard question because I like hard. so many different kinds of music. Yeah, they, w- anytime you, what's your one favorite artist ever? And it's like you're asking a musician, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, what's my favorite grain of sand? I don't know. It's like, choose one. I, it's like <laughs> there's, a, there's all kinds of them that I can say is my favorite. Can you pick can yourself? You pick- <laughs> Probably won't pick myself. You should. Um, you should. Kanye I mean, would. I don't. I don't know if I would say this is like my favorite right now, but it's been one that I've been listening to a lot recently. Um, it's um, it's a song from the Arcane series, hmm. "Playground" by B. Miller. Hmm. Never heard it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the series on Netflix? It's a uh, no. It's um, it's like a set in the world of League of Legends, basically. Oh, really? No. Yeah, it's actually it's surprised me. It's it's actually pretty good. The, did did and you, the art style is really cool? I I didn't even know. No, I mean, like I've never played League of Legends, so like I don't even know much about it. But um, uh, what, what's it? What's the show called? It's called Arcane. Arcane, and, but and then what's the song called? It's called Playground by B. Miller. B. Miller. I, I just want to. Should we play a little bit? Should we get DCMA'd? No, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it in this part because I can't delete this part out of the video right now. So. We're not no going to play it. I want to hear it. That's the only thing. I just want to hear it now. So I could, anyways, whatever. We're not going to listen to it. Whatever, Twitch. It's Twit. like a dark, yeah. it's like a dark pop song. Mm. Um, and it's like, it's like the style, it's, it's particularly, it's a style of music that I really love to dance to is this kind of vibe. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. DMCA. My bad. <laughs> you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. We're, <laughs> we're, we're DMCA. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to hear a little bit of it. Let's go. A little yeah. Let's I love the um like almost kind of like metallic. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like very industrial, industrial. sounding like yeah. um rhythm, like what they chose to use for the percussion in it. Mm-hmm. And it's very like, um, I don't know. Like I could totally see somebody choreographing a really badass like belly dancing Right, like uh, dance number to that song. Here, we'll, we'll do a little bit. Welcome to the 
That's dope. I did. Yeah, it. it's a dope song. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. That industrial sounds kind of coming back. That like, it's like super dark industrial, but like very poppy. Um, mm-hmm. are, um, oh my God! Why? Oh, are you fam- uh, familiar with Kintsuku at all? The streamer here on Twitch. Yeah, actually, um, I think when you, like, I think you played one of her songs on one. Oh, of Oh, I shows did. And- yes, it was so good. Yes, it was. It was uh, so good. It was toxic. It was toxic. Uh, the her cover yeah. of Toxic. No, she's incredible. She, I- she did a whole cinematic, cinematic pop vibe cover, and it sounded freaking amazing i love that i love the whole cinematic pop genre yeah like in general like it's pretty dope who is there any other uh artist in that genre that you uh could suggest yeah um you ever listen to rule r-u-e-l-l-e no i'm so she's a singer songwriter out of nashville she does a lot of cinematic pop Mm. that's kind of her whole thing like she's had a lot of songs that have been in trailers for like HBO shows and mm. all sorts of stuff. So, it, yo, it's like you remember when when trying to get placements was considered uh, selling out. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? If you had a placement yeah. in a commercial, then you're a sellout. Now it's yep. like all we want. <laughs> so please yeah. let us sell out, please. Yes. You know what, Oracle? I'm gonna do it now just because I feel like it. Because this is actually going to be an audio podcast as well, and I can do whatever I want on that, basically. So, whatever. Twitch, not going to get in the way of my audio side. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, is... Never mind. That just sounds stupid. Oh, we should just... <laughs> just since we uh, listened... Since we talked about it, let's just give everybody a little bit what we were talking about. In case you guys never heard this version before. And I won't get DCMA'd for this. We'll listen to a little bit. DMCA'd. We won't listen. DMCA, my bad. <laughs> Don't you correct me on my own show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Baby, can't you see I'm calling I just, I mean, we were talking about it. And by the way, thank you for shouting out the right Kintsuku right now. <laughs> I shouted out the wrong, kin, I, I shouted out Kintsuku and not Kintsuku. So, yeah, if you guys are not familiar with Kintsuku, go and give her a follow. She's 
incredible. That was a weird sound that just came out of my voice. Anyways. I haven't had a chance to check out her streams yet, but I do. Um, I do actually, I, I that song, by the way, Choice, that, that Toxic has been on my song list since I started streaming on Twitch. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do a, um, I, I do like a slow, mellow version of it too. Oh, um, because um because i got inspired by melanie martinez's version oh okay, okay. of toxic which Whoa. she did on like america's got talent like ages ago mm. do you know melanie martinez i don't i don't I'm, oh my god i don't know anybody you, you need to check her out i think you would love her music um but yeah her version of toxic so because of that i do like a slowed down slowed down kind of more mellow slightly lana del rey-esque type version on my stream too oh, that's but, dope yeah so um it's cool to see all these other because that song like you know we, and we've talked about this on my streams too like you could take if you have a really good song or a catchy song you can transform it into like um, like any genre and mm. it still works yeah you know what i mean yeah. so yeah, I, I, that, that, uh, I, I, I agree. I agree. Like, a yeah, really, really fantastic song can hold up. Um, have you ever heard the slowed down version of Jolene? Like, they just, it's, it's Dolly Parton, but they just slowed it down. Have you heard that? We're, no, I haven't. We're, that we're, sounds like it would be amazing. So it's, it's not even, it's not, it's not a cover. It's not anything. It's just a slowed down version. Um, Jolie. Um, 33 slow down digital version. No, let's listen to the. So here. So let's just listen to this. They just slowed down the record. That's that's easily like an amazing cover of that song. Here, let's listen to the digital yeah. one. It's a little more clear. Look at Dolly. She's just so amazing. Yeah, I love her. She's Jolene, 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 Jolene. I mean, listen. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Just like that, it's haunting and beautiful and like, what the hell? Jolene, 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 Anyways, there you guys go. It's just, yeah, I mean, like, even even like a, a great song like that could be slowed down and still... I mean, they were lucky on this one because, like, sometimes when you slow it down, it's just like... But, but, <laughs> but, you know, whatever happened here, you know, however someone discovered this, it was like, this is amazing, which... I mean, it's a great song. Like, I would just listen to that on its own. Sounds so old school, like an old blues record. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, Dolly Rules. Yeah, but speeding it up, it still sounds like chipmunks. <laughs> You're right, Bonnie. You're right. So let's just move on. <laughs> okay, we got more questions here, guys. We got more questions. I'm failing you guys greatly here. Um, so, so, so at the moment, your favorite artist would be 
that uh, or that song would be the the B, B Miller "Welcome to the Playground." I mean, it's the one I've been listening to mm. the most. I wouldn't yeah, say just at favorite. the moment. At the moment, that's yeah. Same. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I mean, it's something I've been listening to a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I might. Um, oh, please finish. Oh no, no no! I mean, I could favorite artist. There's like too many. Yeah. <laughs> Is there like a seminal album? Is there like an album that like just changed your life, like an entire album? And I know this is a hard question, of course, but um, is there an album you can think of throughout your life that was just like, I listened to this album and it changed my life. It changed my perspective on how music is made and every, like it just completely flipped the script for me. Uh, there's a couple. Yeah. Um, Hybrid well, thing. okay. So my background, I grew up with classical music my whole life. Cool. What'd you play? Like, so my mother, my mother's piano teacher and an opera oh. singer, my grandmother's piano teacher. Oh my I God. had no choice. <laughs> Um, um, there was no you know, choice uh, in the matter, but 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 I'm grateful. I'm uh-huh. grateful that they forced me to play piano. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so um, you know, but I grew up like going to church, and so like all I all I knew as a kid was just classical music and church music. Oh. And then when I got to be like a preteen, I started listening to like a little bit of pop. I started listening to Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston mm. and stuff for the first time. Wow. And like, um, you know, sing along with the radio and try to emulate that because like my mom only sang opera, you know, like she, <laughs> she, like, you know, like she just understand cl- like, like, like classic opera, like yeah. Western opera, yes. like straight up opera. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Like loves Verdi and like Mozart uh-huh. and like all that stuff, you know? Awesome. Um, and she would she she'd be like, I don't understand this pop music. I don't understand this pop music. I don't, what is happening? You know, with the, like Chinese accent, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and like everything is pop music. Mm. Even like she would call jazz pop music. Too. Like, she, like, well, like, one time it was know, pop music. So. Yeah, I didn't understand. She didn't understand it. So like, um, I remember very distinctly um, when I was about fifteen, uh, sixteen years old. Um, uh, I, I switched schools. I was going to this private school and like became best friends with this girl who loved ska and punk. Mm, And I had never heard of what, you know, what's punk, what's ska, whatever. Never heard of that stuff before, especially because when I was living in, in, in Berkeley, like everybody just listened to hip hop, right? Mm. Hip hop and and R and B and stuff. And, and, um, so, um, she plays it for me. She plays like MXPX for me and less than Jake. And like, and I'm like, what is this? Oh my God. What is this? What is this that I'm listening to? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, um, and then I, um, because I'm a good Asian kid, uh, I went to, <laughs> I went to a guitar center one day. I, I may have cut class. <laughs> uh, and, and went to Guitar Center one day. Not that good, and, I guess. <laughs> and, hold up. I bought this electric guitar. Hey. And started teaching myself how to play guitar, which was, you know, not, not great guitar because I'm like playing like punk rock chords, which is just like bar chords or whatever. But yeah. like, I was just like, Oh my God, I love this. What is this? This is what I want to do. I want to do rock and roll. I want to start an all girl punk band. And like, you know, which obviously never worked out. But like, I was like, I was like, I want to start an all girl punk band. And I want to like, you know, and I want to just do music. And this is what I want to do. It was like, that was like the moment that I knew. 
like I wanted to do music. Wow. I didn't care what anybody else thought, which, which especially like being like, you know, Chinese and growing up in like that whole, like you're supposed to be seen and not heard and just do what I tell you. Like, really like i'm pretty sure i'm the black sheep in my family if it was me. pretty sure it's me <laughs> the moment you brought home that electric guitar <laughs> yeah like you dropped you a know, couple of pegs and, <laughs> <laughs> and um and i mean like you know i was like not a cool kid like in school i got made fun of i was like Aww. a loser kid i didn't know how to dress but as soon as i discovered like punk rock i like started figuring out a sense of self-identity. I started mm. figuring out like a sense of self. I like started wearing plaid and dyeing my hair all sorts of colors. And yeah. I still have suspenders that still fit me miraculously from like back then. And like, <laughs> I just like, I just like, you know, everything I did, you know, was because of music, right? Yeah. So like, for example, like I never used to wear makeup. Like I learned how to do my makeup because guys, okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. You cannot hire, you cannot afford a makeup artist for every photo shoot you have to do. Okay. When you are, when you're trying to get photos done to promote, you know, your, yourself and your music. Yeah. That, that shit's expensive. So you have to learn how to do it yourself. You'll learn how to like style your outfits because you can't afford that either. (laughs) You learn how to like do your own social media. You learn how to do all sorts of stuff and sit at the computer for like, you know, I, I would sit at the computer for like 16 hours a day, like, on fucking MySpace. I'm totally dating myself right now. Okay. But on fucking like MySpace and shit. Like promoting. And like, you know what I mean? Like, because you have nobody else to do it for you and you can't afford it because you were like a broke ass musician. But like, (laughs) but that's what you gotta do. For sure. Everything, everything, like, I mean, literally, like, I'm not exaggerating. Like music is the reason for like why I do why I'm me, like why I do what I do now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, like I learned how to do all this stuff because you want to be an artist, you got to have the package, you got to, you got to put it all together yourself. Yeah. So, but yeah, so like, uh, what was the song? So it's called, the, the album was called Let It, Let It Happen by MXPX, one of the first albums listened to. Uh, Less Than Jake. Um, I, I used to go to like all the freaking like, I used to go to like Warp Tour and mm. like there's a really world famous punk rock club in Berkeley right down the street from where I grew up called Gilman. I used to go to shows there all the time. And I was a crazy little 16 year old like Asian girl who just like not be afraid of going and moshing in the mosh pit and like Whew. getting beat up and did My not care. Yeah, God. no, I would go in the you, mosh pit every single freaking time. You were not at a big concert. at all. I can't imagine. But but the great thing about mosh pits is like as soon as you go down, there's like 40 people there to pick you back up. So it's not like people are there to like make sure no one's getting too hurt, but like, you know, or, or at least not trampled. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and I could, then, um, please. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm please finish your story. I'm just being stupid. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> great. This is great. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, I uh, and then what got me out of I just I guess I just wanted to piggyback off that. So what got me out of playing just three bar chords all the time and just doing the punk rock thing uh, was I discovered Incubus. Mm. Yeah. And the Make Yourself album. <sighs> So good. And uh, especially like listening to Stellar Mm -hmm. and just like, I don't know, I think I think Michael Isinger has some of the most interesting guitar. Yeah. Like stylings. Well, he's a jazz. He's a jazz guitarist. 
yeah, I, I'd, I'd never heard anything like that, especially mm. not with rock. And I loved how unique it sounded. It right. sounded so different yeah. from everything else that I heard at the time. Sure. And I was just like, I was just so impressed. Like, it's like one of the only times I've ever been starstruck meeting someone in person is when I oh, met him. Sweet. How'd you meet him? <laughs> that, that would yeah. be starstruck too. He's amazing. Dude, He's such a good player. Like, Brandon Boy was a dream boy back then. And calm down, Raina. Calm down. Keep your little wet oh, dreams Oh, no, he totally yourself. was. He totally was, Raina. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Especially with his shirt <laughs> off playing the djembe. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But you so, met Michael. I, I met all. Uh, well, I met oh. them all shortly after I discovered them. Oh, I no. don't know how this happened, but I was, I was, um, like, I was in L.A. and they... I forgot how, but they were like doing like a small little video um, interview, like webcast thing with mm. them. And they invited me to be part of the studio audience. Oh, sweet. Wait, like yeah, the so band like, invited you or like? Uh, the the studio. Oh, okay. On the event. So uh, they were called Artist Direct. Mm. Yeah. And so it was like me and like 15 other people. Whoa. And Incubus played like um, uh, four acoustic versions of their songs and like... Yeah, Brandon Boyd like hugged me Ooh, for a picture. Hey, hello, <laughs> Brandon. And like, I mean, I had a little bit of a crush on him, but really, honestly, like, I was just like, when I met Mike, I was just like, <sighs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, I was like, uh, I was like, oh my god, I hope I could play guitar like half as good as you one day. And that's all I managed to say to him. I was like, I was like, I was like, I, I like, couldn't talk. I was just like. <gasps> <laughs> what, what did you say back? He said, he said, cool. He smiled. He was like really nice. He was just like, great. <laughs> you could tell he was, I was, oh my gosh. It's like really embarrassing to think about it now yeah. because now I could probably just have a conversation with the guy, right, right, you right. know, but at the time I was just like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, the guy. It's you. It's the one person. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It's uh, it's always it's always weird meeting celebrities. I I used to work backstage at uh at, at like for concert security, and there's been so many times where I wasn't like letting it. Like one time I didn't. Do, do you know who Peter Frampton is at all? I don't know. Like Frampton. Okay. Yeah, Peter Frampton. I wasn't letting Peter Frampton backstage because he didn't have his pass, and like his handler was like, "Mate, this is fucking Peter fucking Frampton." And it's like, "Oh, Mister Frampton, come right this way." <laughs> Just like, "God damn it!" <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I've had so many shitty interactions, like just because I'm an awkward person. And like, just like real big fish started singing at me because I was annoying them. And like, they sang about, like, this must be something that they worked out in case some weirdo fan comes along and they all start harmonizing. Like, I said something weird and off putting about like, because he said, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, oh, drown him or something. Like, and I, you know, and from the security guard and the trumpet player is just like, Go away, you are by, and then everyone joined in. You are bothering me, and like it was like seriously in conjunction, harmonizing to get the fuck away from them. Okay, oh fine, I get it. I I do put off crazy energy. I get it. I I, I totally get it. But yeah, you know, in, in those situations, you, you don't know how to act because you're just like, oh, 
I really like these people. I really respect them. And you just want to like say that in some weird way that conveys and, but you don't want to look like an idiot and you're just like, Ugh. and so I'm like trying to be sly and joke around with the guys and didn't work out. Didn't work out, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, you know, we, we lived the, 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 the weird people out another day. Um, but yeah, I, 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 the, the only club in the Bay area that I'm familiar with really is one in, I've only, uh, like, bottom of the hill, I played there, and then there's been one, and that's in the city, and then there's one in San, not Jose, um, what's the one, oh my god, what's the college town that's, like, super hippie? Uh, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz? Mo, Mo's Alley? Is that a place? Is that, is it good? Oh, Mo's? I've never been there, but I've heard of it. Oh. Anyways, that those are the only places that I've really played, and then a bunch of places in Central Valley, which is <laughs> but, Bot- bottom of the hill is is a is a cool little spot. I like that spot. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. But yeah. I've only I've only played there once, but it was like really fun, and, and like I know they have like a lot of cool like shows there. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, um, that that's that's all. I just wanted to. I know things about the Bay Area too. <laughs> um, look at me. Uh, okay, so that that was good. We we were on that question for a while. That was pretty good, and it was uh, it was nice to know like sort of your background and and to know that your parents and your mom at least was in the music and stuff. So you got a lineage of music that you can draw. Now is is there a, like a whole line of musicians that spread back all the way back to like you know like like the like China and stuff like the the motherland. Well, <laughs> um, I don't know, actually. Oh. I don't think my great-grandparents were into music. I think I think it started with my grandma and then my mom. Okay. And then I was the first to get, I was the first generation to be born here. So my family uh. came from China. Like my mom grew up there and then mm-hmm. came here. Right. Um, as an adult. Okay. And, and um, so was were they like, you know, your grandmother played music. So I'm just wondering, was... Was music something that they promoted within the family, but it had to be certain kind of music or because, it, you know, I don't know. Like it just to me, when I think about when I think about immigration and immigrants is like music always seems to be the last like arts always seem to be the last on the list. But it's very interesting that your grandmother and your mother came over with with music underneath them. So I'm just wondering if. This was something that was accepted in the family, and 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 if so, was this something? Was were you only supposed to be playing classical music? Yeah, it, well, it's kind of weird. So um, <laughs> it's a good question. Um, my um, so so I think that piano is very important in my family as a as an academic skill, mm, I see. and and classical music in particular. Yeah. Like I said, you know, my mom like oh. I don't understand this pop music, you know, like, like, you know, um, you know, um, the, the music I play, you know, uh, like I think, I think because music means a lot to my mother, um, and she tried, she tried to make a career out of it doing, you Mm. know, like opera singing and whatever, but unfortunately it's, well, one, she was Chinese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. trying to do opera yeah. you know that was a big yeah. you know thing against her and then you know she was you know a single mom with me and my brother so like that's like pretty difficult yeah. so it didn't quite happen for her but she she did um she did actually end up 
like I said, became a piano teacher and was able to make a living raising us doing that mm. and and which is kind of you know amazing that's incredible like anytime yeah. you can make money off of music it, i don't care what you're doing like if you're if you're playing music in any capacity and making money doing it then that is amazing and she raised two children in like yeah. one of the most expensive parts of the freaking world so yeah. as, an off. as an immigrant as an immigrant yeah we didn't even graduate from like elementary school, like wow. because of what happened in China, which is a whole other conversation. My yeah, family yeah. went through a lot. Um, so, so the the irony though is that my mother never wanted me to do music. Mm -hmm. Wow! <laughs> because you know she was like, "I don't want you to go through that heartbreak. I don't want you to have to suffer. I want you to have like an easier life than me." Mm -hmm. Well, you know. Yeah, it didn't really work out because I still ended up doing music anyway. And, um, you know, You're still struggling, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's like, but, you know, I mean, there have been times, I'm not going to lie. There have definitely been times where I was just like, oh yeah, my life would be easier, would be easier if I didn't want to do music. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm not doing music because like, Oh, I thought I was going to make a million dollars. Yeah, right. right. Fuck that shit. That's right. not going to happen. Right. Like, you know, yeah. I'm doing music because if I'm not doing it, I don't feel like I'm myself. Right. Yeah. If I'm not, if I'm not writing, if I'm not, you know, doing music in some capacity, I feel like, you know, because I've had moments in my life where like I wasn't doing a lot music wise. I had financially stable and like wasn't really wanting for anything. And I just felt like I was just like a zombie, yeah. like in life. Do you know what I mean? I like, do. you don't, kids, you don't do this. You don't do this, you know, for the fame and the money. <laughs> right. You do this because uh, you, you have to. Right. <laughs> I will say that. It's a sickness. <laughs> it really is. Like, it, it, no, what Bukowski used to call it, like a sickness or a disease, like, like alcoholism is like something that just has to be done. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's like, it's just, no, I, I gotta do it. It's just, okay, I'm doing it now. <laughs> Yeah. I, I wrote a song. I wrote a song called Muse that literally sounds like I'm I'm singing about an abusive relationship. Oh, wow. And it is a song I wrote about the artist side of myself. Mm. Personified. Yeah. Wow. And I played it for someone who was just like, it sounds like a really bad abusive relationship. I was like, it's actually not even about a person. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even a bad person. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Just the internal struggle of of being a musician and 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 just trying to find self love within that capacity is hard. You know, like forget about trying to find self love as just a normal person, but like trying to love what you create and love what you do as a musician and artist. That's a whole nother head trip, man. Ugh. I mean, yeah. So that's like all of us. I mean, I don't know. We're just fucked. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good blanket statement just to throw out. <laughs> We're all just fucked, everybody. Um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to dig too deep if you're not comfortable with talking about it. But, um, you know, you mentioned that your parents we're going through stuff uh or your mom in at leaving china and and you know just with my little bit of knowledge and I, you know um as a musician especially i know that during a certain time especially during the they call it the cultural revolution over there that there was there was a time where that was kind of unacceptable and like 
you know, it's kind of uh, mirroring sort of what's happening now, but not in such a violent way. But violent, it still is violent, but it's sort of happening now where like the the colleges and the students sort of revolt against the the professors, and there was this whole movement in, in China. I, I, I'm just I'm just curious if that had anything to do with why she had to leave or why she decided to leave. I'm sorry. I'm just assuming that she had to leave, but I'm saying why she decided to leave. Um, can you talk on a little bit on why they decided to leave or your mom decided to leave? They had to leave. They mm-hmm. had to leave China. Yeah. It was not a good place at the time. Um, they had a little bit of protection because my grandfather was the head surgeon of the hospital. Oh, wow where they lived so they had a little bit of protection because they needed his skill set but uh, during the cultural revolution it was like not okay to have any kind of outside influence any kind of western influence in particular mm-hmm. and my grandmother um, her professor who taught her piano was a russian um and so that's definitely western influence right mm-hmm. and playing piano is definitely western influence and she um had to destroy all of her pictures with him she had to like, um, you know, and I don't know what it was like. My grandma just had this feeling they were going to make it to the U.S. Oh. And she, even though it was illegal, um, still taught all of my cousins and my mom piano. Wow. And taught all of them English. Whoa. Um, because at one point or another, um, all of my aunts and uncles were in jail for random trumped up things that weren't real. Um, and so all of my grandparents were taking care of all of my aunts and uncles. Um, and, uh, cry. Yeah, and, um, um, and, um, but it was scary. Like, um, they would like, they would like have tiny little pieces of paper to study English off of mm-hmm. so that if like the guards came by, they could rip it up really easily or like swallow it yeah. or something, you yeah. know what I mean? And hide it. And then like my grandma would weave a towel in between the, um, the things in the piano so that when they practice, it didn't make any sound. Wow. And what ended up happening was when they finally were able to make it to the U S guess how my mom raised me and my brother yeah. piano teaching so if my mom hadn't learned that skill in china if my grandmother hadn't forced the issue you know and 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 also like when my family moved to the u.s none of my family had to work in restaurants mm. because they could all speak english wow uh which is kind of amazing yeah. so yeah yeah so like i don't know music i guess music and my grandma and stuff kind of like saved some of my family you know like mm, yeah <laughs> like totally. so it's like a really big it's a really big thing yeah wow that's um, really powerful that's really yeah. powerful that's a really powerful case for music and art in general right there thank you so much for sharing that with me or us i'm sorry not just me but with us i mean that's that's really powerful and i mean i know it's you know horrible but like there's so much beauty in that what you just said, you know, I mean, just just that you she was escaping something, but like was able to give something so beautiful to her children and, um, you know, just the freedom to be able to express yourself how you want to express yourself. When you see sort of the way that we're sort of editing people and the way that we're silencing people these days, 
Do you do you see a parallel? I know that that's extreme. I know it's very extreme, but do you see a parallel with it with you know things that were going on with the Cultural Revolution and what we're what's happening now in the United States and how we're canceling people and how you know you can't say this, you can't say that, or you know and and, and you know obviously there's some people that probably should be out of the 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 you know the public sphere, but do you do you see a parallel or do you see it just completely different? And no. No connection at all. Um, or would you? It's really hard. Yeah, okay. it's really hard to draw parallels because it's a completely different country. Of course, and it's a completely different time. Yeah. Um. So I think the intention there is different. Mm. Um. I think that. I think that what I could say about what's happening here is like, anytime you go through like. There, there's always like a pendulum swing, right? Mm. With a lot of things, right? So like, uh, it's like for the longest time, it's like, oh, we don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about mm. this. We don't talk about this. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, this is all we talk about. And now right. we have to be like extra careful, you know? Right. Or like, and then like, you know, so like it's, it's, I think if you understand that with human behavior in the cycles, it just goes through pendulum swings and you'll you'll know that like, Okay, at some point it's gonna eventually come back. Hopefully, right. hopefully. Um, I think that uh, just anytime there's extremes, um, it's it's important to be mindful and careful. You know, mm. um, I, I do think that you know it, the cancel culture. I I I think that, like I said, I do I do agree that I think that in some cases there are probably some people who should reap the consequences of things that they've done mm. right yeah. and i think it's important to be held accountable for that especially if it doesn't feel like they have been for a really long time and they've gotten away with it and it was mm. accepted and it was okay yeah but then also you know like like i said you know i do also think that there are probably people who get off on the idea of canceling somebody yeah and maybe <laughs> not for the best reasons right and I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Either, More of a so. wielding of power, right? Like they're yeah. just like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm this like sad person in my mom's basement, in Detroit, but I can take down Juicy Smollett, you know? <laughs> like I, you know, I could do, you know, like whatever it is. It's like I, 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 I feel powerless as this person just behind a screen, but like there's power in, in, in jumping on a pile and being like oh you're the worst and cancel and like you know go attack people's sponsors or go attack people's you know places of work you know not attack it physically but as in on twitter twitter mobs or what however it happens it it, it is it, i i do agree with that is that some people are just sort of in their people feel powerless and they feel like this is just a way that they can sort of express that in which they cannot bring upon themselves um yeah there you go. Uh, <laughs> well, that got fun. Uh, what's the first song you learned on guitar? Brain Stew by Green Day. Ooh, that's not a bad <laughs> one. That is that. Uh, is that Dennett? Yep. Dennett. <laughs> Dennett. That was one of my first songs too. Uh, <laughs> Dennett. 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 Yeah. God, that's such a good song. Um. Uh. Uh. What was my uh, uh, smoke on the water, which I don't. That's <laughs> and um and Iron Man. That was my first songs. Iron Man by Black Sabbath. 
Nice. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, that's a that was a good question. Uh, Stargate girl, Sophie. <laughs> yep. Um, all these. All, okay. Oh my God. This was our girl. Okay. Um, we're 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 getting to the end of the podcast. I know. I know it's been a good long conversation. So we're gonna get through these last questions, and uh, we'll see if we got time for maybe a song. And then, uh, uh, and then, and then we'll end. We'll raid over somewhere. But uh, first, uh, Baby Yoda. Uh, there has been a request for Baby Yoda, so I'm gonna go ahead and summon <laughs> a Baby Yoda interview. Baby oh Yoda. Baby Yoda. Can you hear me, Baby Yoda? Yes. Oh, here he is. Hey, Baby Yoda, how you doing, buddy? How has your day been going? Good. Yeah, what you been doing? Um, mostly just doing school, crying about it, <laughs> being angry. You're crying about space school? Yes, I just hate it. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, school makes it cool. Meh. <laughs> Meh. Oh, 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 excuse me, Baby Yoda. I didn't know that you were already cool. Baby Yoda, excuse me. Do you have a question for our guest today, Joyce Lee? Yes. Yes? What is it? Well, how did, how did you like school? Oh, ooh, uh, how did you like school growing up, Joyce? <laughs> uh, um, well, it's okay for you to be honest. I mean, it was a little lonely because I didn't really have any friends mm, when I was when I was younger. I see. So it was it was it was kind of sad for me to be mm. honest with you. Uh, it was a sad. It, got, it, was, it was sad because she it was got lonely. better as I got older. Yeah, but it got better as she got older. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Ziggy? <laughs> Welcome in. Good. Ziggy says crying about space school. Man, love you, Z- love you, Saucy. <laughs> Hi, Ziggy. <laughs> Ziggy in Korea is here now. Uh, okay. Um, and Baby Yoda, did you have a- another question for our guest today? Yes. Okay. Shoot. Do you do you like Pokemon? Oh, do you like Pokemon? I do like Pokemon. I actually play the Pokemon theme song on my stream. Oh, she likes Pokemon so much that she plays Pokemon on I, her stream. I also, I actually have I actually have like like 20 star Pokemon. So Ooh. so I have a lot of a lot of star Pokemon and also I have a I got a really really cool looking one and it was a star I really wanted to use it in battle. What what's so special about the star Pokemon cards? It was literally foilage art. Oh. It was literally foilage art. Gotcha. Ziggy, you streaming no Ziggy, you are such a you are such a party pooper. You don't like raids. You don't like you don't want no one shouting you out. Okay, it's fine. Whatever. Uh, uh, now, Joyce, before before our dear young baby Yoda has to go back to space school, um, <laughs> yep. Uh, do you have a question for baby Yoda? What's your favorite song right now? Ooh, baby Yoda, what's your favorite song right now? Um, I actually, I actually made a album 
called pumpkins and also with my mom and that's and my favorite part of that album is EDM oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> thank you Bonnie you got it <laughs> Bonnie knew what I was trying to do um <laughs> what what happened pump maybe is it pumpkin it's pumpkin yeah it's, yeah, I know, but I'm saying you can actually find you can actually find us on you can actually find us on Friendly July on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, and all the and all the even Instagram. So <laughs> Ooh, you're everywhere. <laughs> Baby Yoda, thank you for that self-promotion. And he is correct, folks. Uh, the the links are in the 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 link uh in the chat right there if you guys want to go check out friendly july it is a family friendly album baby yoda thank you so much for coming through i appreciate you bud have a good time in space school okay. all right see you bud all right baby yoda everybody and yes if you guys are interested in uh the friendly july album it is available now it's a family friendly album you can listen to it with your whole family it, it's completely the opposite of what i've been what's been coming out of my mouth <laughs> so uh and i am involved in it i actually did a song i, I produced a song for this thing and i play guitar on it so it's a good time go check it out and also while we're at it while we're clicking on links everybody go and make sure you are found that's not how you do it mike everybody go make sure you're following joyce and and there's a stream link for all her stuff anybody listening to audio make sure you're in the show notes and clicking around and and following up your girl and uh yeah we're, we, we got another question from the chat so here we go where <laughs> were you on the raquel open mic i feel like i recognize you from there but i'm not sure were you on the raquel open mic I was not. Oh, okay. So no. you were wrong. That You were wrong, Raina. You were wrong. How dare you? Um, <laughs> oh, Saucy Chicken Nugget redeemed a Say My Name. All right, here we go. Uh, and this is for everybody. Uh, you get to hear me say your name like this. Saucy Chicken Nugget, God damn it. Good to see you. Thanks so much for being here, Saucy Chicken Nugget. Saucy Chicken Nugs, is that, is that, is that, you like sauce on your chicken nugget? Well, God damn. Saucy Chicken Nugget, thank you so much for being here. All right, there you go. And then, here we go. One last question from Stony Killer. Uh, will you join Fallen and myself for tacos? I'm cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. There you go. And Sounds there. good. Um, <laughs> Sounds Stony is a chef. Ah, so. ooh, Stony. What kind of chef? Like, like you, like I don't know. Is there a certain like? <laughs> is like like I, I don't know. Is there a certain different kinds of chef? Like, like I know there's like sous chefs and there's like chef chefs. A taco chef. <laughs> is he a taco chef? <laughs> See, specialize in tacos is what we need. Oh my god, who did that? Rafi, damn it! Okay everybody which oh boy, one what is this which one rafi which one you want hot or sad damn you rafi i forgot that things still exist i'm doing hot i'm just doing hot I, i'm ah oh. god damn it okay all right all right hold on everybody all right so i'm gonna do a, i'm gonna do a quick song and then and then we'll see if joyce wants to do a song and then we'll end because we've gone way over and this is just all gone completely out of control now. Um, so, 
just oh, god damn it. All right, hold on. Let me get a second. Uh, Joyce, are you okay? Do you got enough time for like another ten minutes? Yeah. Are you okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm good. All right, cool. I I I like to try to keep things on time, but you know things don't do that. I'm just pulling up lyrics. So, oh man, I don't have my sunglasses. I'm gonna need my sunglasses. Um, Raina, can you see if my sunglasses are on the the uh, the island and bring those in here or send Saucy in here with them. I need my aviators. It's it's very important that I have my aviators for this because it's just, it's important. Okay. We'll see if this actually works. I haven't done this in a while, everybody. So uh, this might not work out all that great, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't I'm know. I'm curious they, as to what this is. I know. And I'm, I just want my sunglasses, but I don't think they're going to bring them in time. Oh, I hear some rumbling. I hear some running. I hear some running. My man. Oh, oh, he brought me two pairs. Let's see which ones are. Which one do you want? Oh, that's my favorite. Okay, here, I'll use these ones then. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Why didn't you just bring me the ones you didn't want, weirdo? All right, yeah, now I look, I look real douchey now. I'm looking real. <laughs> Joyce is not ready for this. <laughs> Yeah, she she's ready. She's ready. She's fine. I'm she, so ready. I'm so stoked. She, she is <laughs> for whatever it is. Well, guys, this summer was kind of sad. There was a lot of bad things that happened in the world, and I broke my croc strap, and it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <sighs> My girlfriend just broke up with me on TikTok and I broke my croc strap. They're so convenient. I'm locked out my house and it just started pouring and my tire is flat. Triple H is It's gonna be a sad boy summer. It's gonna be sad boy summer. It's gonna be sad boy summer. It's gonna be sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, God. The waitress said, enjoy your food. And I smiled and said, thanks, you too. We used to wear outfits that matched. And now my laundry's an avalanche. It's gonna be a sad boy summer. It's gonna be sad boy summer. Oh god, it's gonna be sad boy summer. Oh, it's gonna be so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear Mr. Fizzy. I need a fresh pair of Grundies. Dear Mr. Fizzy, nobody gets this reference because this is not the Grundy stream. This is not Rainer Mystique stream. So no one knows what Grundies are. It's gonna be sad. Boy summer. It's gonna be sad. Boy summer. Oh my god, it's gonna be sad. Boy summer. It's gonna be sad. 
voice out there. Oh god, it's gonna be so sad. <laughs> All right, let's just forget that ever happened. It <laughs> was amazing. And move on. Um, <laughs> Joyce, um, do you feel like playing a song? Uh, uh, are you up to it? No pressure. Uh, I, I know that uh, following that is going to be uh, more of a detriment yeah. to your career than anything. So um, if, if, if you would like, you could play a song. If not, totally fine. Mighty Mighty, thank you so much for those biddies. I appreciate you guys. I'd be happy to play a song if you guys want to hear a song. I you think, guys want to hear a song? I think, I, think that's, I think that's all they want. <laughs> Do you guys? <laughs> oh, my God. Who's, who did that? I can't read it. Rafi, oh my gosh, Rafi, thank you so much, my friend, for that $10 dono. That was totally unnecessary. Willis, what's up, buddy? Welcome in. Good to see you guys. Let's uh let's 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 have now let's have a real song because now this is gonna be something off of your 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 new album, right? Yeah, I was gonna play uh, I mean I don't know, honestly, guys, it's, it's gonna be hard to follow that up. Oh, but no, no, please, um no. You know, <laughs> oh, that was this is a, yeah, this is a song that's off my, um, that's going to be on the new album. Uh, it's one of the newer songs that I've written. And um, like I put my monitors in now so I could hear myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, uh, if you guys like it, uh, if you guys want to come check out my Twitch streams and follow me on all the things so that uh you know when the new album is coming out that would be that would be really awesome yes indeedly doodly and there it is in the the chat and oh yeah i have a whole thing so and i'm gonna turn it over to joyce and uh and let her regale us with her wonderful wonderful music Is that coming through? Um, I I can hear it a little bit, but it's it, it not. It, it's okay. It, it'll probably be a little muffled at first uh, because we're going through uh, Zoom. It'll probably pick up uh, again. Everybody, oh, not again. Everyone, we're going through Zoom, so please be uh, mindful that it's not going to be super clear, but it'll get in there. How about that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, hi, what's up, Beta? <laughs> this is a song I wrote called uh, Invisible. Tell me. 
Expectation. It doesn't hurt if we blame it on the alcohol. And let's forget how swiftly we pay the cost of history. How can it hurt if you're a ghost? Invisible. See right through me. Right past me, I can't lose myself for more young bliss. I want you, but I don't exist in visible. You don't see me anymore. What the hell am I fighting for? There's nothing fair in love. I can't do this anymore. No, I won't do this anymore. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, thank you. That that was great. Thank you so much. Um, 
you know, like uh, listening to your last album and and then, you know, going forward. <laughs> thank you guys all for the claps and stuff. Uh, I turned off all the alerts sounds so we could talk. But obviously that is hard to to miss the Canadian tuxedo <laughs> there. So uh, Mighty Mighty, thank you so much for those 200 biddies. You're too kind. You're too kind. Um, what what do you see sort of and we'll make this our last question. and We'll get you on your way. But what do you see? uh you know, the progress and the direction between the last album and this new one coming up. But what changes are you seeing and what, uh, you know, are you expanding in any way? What what are you seeing and what are you hearing as a as a evolution of your sound? Um, That's a really good question. Also, thank you. I thank you, everybody. <laughs> yes. yes um, thank you, guys. For all the um, uh, I think that there is definitely I mean, I'm a different person now, right? Like yeah. I've grown a lot since that last album. Um, I think that um, I've gotten better as a songwriter, I think. I think my lyrics are a little bit more complex and insightful than they used to be. Mm. Um, and, um, uh, you know, um, it's definitely more modern, which is, which is, which is a cool, which <laughs> is a cool thing. So, um, I just, um, I think, I don't know, I guess, I guess, uh, you're going to see a more evolved version of me. Um, mm. I think that um, I'm really excited to see how the full production goes on some of these. I'm still working on demos right now, mm. especially on that last song. Um, and um, I just, I think you'll get to see, I think I think it'll be good. I mean, if you guys want to, like I said, get previews of the songs, I do play them on streams, on uh, some of them. Um, but um, yeah, mostly just... As a melody writer and a lyric writer, I think I've I've just grown, and I think that that's you'll you'll see some more modern and evolved versions of of music in a way of my music in a way that I haven't expressed before, and I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. What what kind of instrumentations are you looking or instrumentation are you looking at? I mean, with your last uh, EP, you had you know full band sort of setup going on. Uh, you expanding on that, or are you you bringing it down a little bit? What 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 are you seeing as in musicality and you know and how much production are you going to put in it? Is it going to be like a lot of in the box production, or is it going to be a lot of you know you know external organic instruments? How do you see it? Um. I think that one thing that's different about me is uh, is that uh, as an artist is that I love so many different kinds of music that mm. I think I write a lot of different kinds of music, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. a lot of different kinds of songs. So uh, obviously the production is going to lend itself to what the song needs, mm -hmm. right? Each song is a little bit different. Yeah, but sure. um, I do think that with, um, with Invisible in particular, I do want to kind of... I still want to have the like my rock roots in there, but I definitely want to have more electronic instrumentation in there mm. because I also like really love EDM and dubstep and like witch hop yeah. and like that kind of stuff, right? Mm. So, um, and that's something I've been wanting to do for a long time is blending those two together. So yeah. I think I'm very excited about that. Oh, that's rad. Well, well, we're, we're excited for that. Obviously, your community is excited, but you know, like I'm excited just you talking about it because that I mean that sounds awesome that sounds like an awesome combo and and I'm ready I'm ready for it so so we're <laughs> expecting that sometime next year that is the plan mm. and, and then with demoing stuff are you just handling that yourself you're just sort of demoing out the instrumentation and creating beats or how are you doing that so I'm actually working with a really wonderful um, producer um, named Dean DeChozo mm. 
who um, he um, he and I actually our bands performed together a long time ago in oh, LA, sweet. which is how we met, and then we reconnected on Twitch, which is kind of funny. Whoa, that's so, so rad! Yeah, so <laughs> um, he is um, he's a wonderful friend and an amazing, amazing musician, um, producer, songwriter. Um, he was like the person that I wanted to trust with my baby, right? Because yeah. every album is like a baby, For right? Sure. So, like, For sure. yes. so, so yeah. Um, so we're um, we're gonna be working on the demos together, and um, I'm just kind of like pulling, pulling like, okay, here's some influences. Here's where I see this, or here's where I'd like this to go, and mm. then working together on it to best serve each song. So, so that's how we're we're going through the demo process right now. So I'm really and excited. Then so you're going to take those demos and then go re-record in a studio and yep. do it all like that. Awesome. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation we had today, Joyce. I, I really appreciate you coming on and being honest and, and uh, you know, telling your truths. So I appreciate that. And uh, is there anything you want to leave us with? Is you want to promote anything or any last words you want to leave with our, our audience here? Uh, well, thanks again so much for having me. Of this course, has been wonderful. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. Oh, thanks wonderful. everybody for hanging out. Yes, indeed. also, you know, big shout out to Baby Yoda. Hey, Baby Yoda, what's definitely up? Definitely listen to that. I'll definitely listen to your album. Um, <laughs> uh, it, we are, I am actually going to be doing a charity stream on Saturday. Yes. Um, if anybody wants to pop in for that, it's for um, St. Jude Play Live. So, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. They uh, do research for. Pediatric cancer, and also um, they're an amazing nonprofit organization. So they don't like everything they have to fundraise, right? But then all the money goes towards like basically if your if your child gets treated by them, they pay for everything, yeah. not just the treatment for the kid, but also like travel expenses for the parents and hotel rooms for the parents, like yeah. all all of that stuff. So that you know. It, it's a really amazing organization. So if you guys are free Saturday, um, please come and join us for Jingle Ball Fest. Jingle Ball, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Um, it's a really worthy cause. And then, um, yeah, and then just more things to come. You know, I, I post stuff on my socials all the time, and, and it would be great to keep in touch with all of you guys. So I was going to say, like, I think because the first time I ever even, like, found out who you were, you were doing just, like, I didn't even know you were a streamer or, like, a musician. I think you were just, like, you had this, like, really cool dress, and you took this really awesome picture because it was, like, like you were just, like, I think you were modeling something for your friends something. And I was, like, oh, wow, that is a really cool dress. And, like, it was a really good picture. And, and like, um, when you were talking about how, like, you got to sort of figure all this shit out on yourself, like, how to take pictures, correct lighting, and, like, how to, like, you know, target an audience and how to use social media to its best. Like, it was a really good picture. And it's so it was, like, all these years are sort of culminating now to to this right like all the years of putting in all that effort into learning how to take pictures and promote and all that garbage is all sort of coming to a head here and uh, you're doing great so I, I appreciate your time and um, I, I'm excited to see what you got down the pipeline yeah you too man oh like I've heard some of your music it's really fun it's really good stuff well I appreciate that yeah well, have a wonderful rest of your day, and uh, I will talk to you very soon.
you so much, Joyce. I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your truths. I, uh, I again, I much love and much appreciation for that. I mean, my God, when she was talking about the whole uh, her her mom's experience in China and the whole you know uh, cultural revolution and because uh, I've been reading upon uh, about upon what I've been reading about these about about the cultural revolution and. And, and I kind of was embarrassed about asking her if she saw parallels because you got to imagine that people were dying and people were coming up missing and, and people were being beaten to death um, uh, during the Cultural Revolution. So it it, uh, it it was a very painful thing for a lot of people, whereas cancel culture and trying to make that parallel here might have been a little insensitive, especially to ask her. So I, I, I'm, you know, I, 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 that's just something that weighs in on my head and I just sort of want to address and, um, you know, I, I'm trying to do better at this at all times. So like, I feel like I could have made a better, you know, maybe a better sort of thing to, to ease our way into that kind of subject rather than just being like, do you see a parallel between, you know, people being murdered and, you know, cancel culture here in the States where people are just, you know, losing their gig <laughs> for a little bit. So yeah, um, I, but I think I think where I'm coming from is that it's a slippery slope um, down to that position and and uh, where where society can find itself, and uh, you know that that's just that's just how I'm seeing it. But I, I do want to sort of point out that I did feel like that question was a bit insensitive on my behalf, and, and so I hope that uh, I hope that Joyce wasn't offended, which I don't think she was, and and this is purely me honestly i probably shouldn't even brought it up but i i don't know i i find it uh therapeutic to sort of talk through this with you guys because you know we're, we're we're sort of experiencing this journey together and, and the community's growing and as we grow we should you know kind of update everybody on where we're at and um or at least me so you guys sort of know where i'm coming from uh since you guys have been so cool and 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 done this journey with me for so long it's been so wild uh so uh yeah much love and and that's really all i got to say about that thank you joyce go and click on all the links in the show notes to make sure you follow your girl uh joyce lee music just a fantastic artist she has a new album coming out soonish so be on the lookout for that and uh, make sure you are uh, you know saying hi to joyce give her a give her a shout out give her a, give her some love share her post Go and do those good things. All the good things that help music communities grow and, and prosper. Um, okay, so I'm going to go. I got uh, lots to do. I got to get ready for my uh, my other job, and, um, and and that's that. So I love you guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. We'll be back next week on Wednesday with... Uh, wait, let me try to remember. Just let me try. Come on. Come on. Bear in the Bard. I'm pretty sure Bear in the Bard's coming up next week. So stay tuned, folks. And I think we're going to do like a solo cast. I'm thinking that I'm going to release a solo cast because um, uh, I've had really a lot of fun on it. And we're watching videos and stuff. So there's audio elements to it that that you can, you can you know, dig in on without the visual elements since most people listen to this podcast. So... Um, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. So we'll, we'll, I'm going to release, I think that's what's going to come out next week. So let's see how it works. Uh, I've done solo casts in the past before, although those make me want to puke and cringe, which I, reminds me, I should go and delete those before people start listening to those. those that was just sad, depressed Mike.
I'm being like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. I got to go. Much love. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye-bye.